0: All right, and we are live on The Rant, and we are recording. Got it. I like how it now tells me the meeting is being live streamed. Uh, you know what? Chicken I'm, bowl. I'm so between between the gerb and, uh, and all the wrestling I watched in the last 48 hours, and the week ahead, I had to take a nap before we did the show. <laughs> this whole, like... If you are one of those people that wakes up at, like, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning because you got to get, like, a full day in, your job, your gym, God bless you.
1: I don't you, forget, know. you forget when I first started doing DDP yoga, I was waking up at, like, 4 in the morning to get my shit in before I before I took, jumped in the shower and went to the city.
0: Fuck that, dude.
1: I was making it into the city for 7 a.m. I was getting up at, like, 4, 4.30 to do an hour of DDPY, getting my shower, getting my breakfast, getting on the train. No, I wouldn't know. do it again. Fuck that. I don't think I'm, I'm much older now, but if you got to do it, dude, you do it. You find a way. Yeah. No, look,
0: I got up every day. I went to the golf course. I did what I had to do, but I would not. God damn. If that was my fucking Monday through Friday job, I would be misery.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not for everybody.
0: It really isn't. And it fucked me all up. And then I did Saturday. We did the PGA and then I came home and then I took a nap. Because I had a wedding Saturday night.
1: But, oh, that's right. You had to, you had to go to the end of the wedding at midnight, right?
0: Yes, but there was. Thankfully, I knew I didn't have to get up early Sunday morning to go back to the golf course. Yeah. But I set my alarm for a.m. So Rihanna came home and she woke me up at ten fifty. I was supposed to be in Summit at eleven o'clock. Oh well, she said, Matthew, don't you have to work? Huh. I said, Yeah, I'm leaving at ten ten thirty. She said, It's ten of eleven. Look, I never, I never miss my alarm. I never sleep through my alarm. I was fucking panicked. I texted my boss. I said, "I fuck, I slept through my alarm." He's like, "Just meet me at the venue." It was in West Orange, so I groggily drove in the rain. It was horrible. It was awful.
1: Oh yeah, Sunday was the shits. It was terrible. Fucking,
0: it was pouring Saturday. Oh, it was awful. So like, whatever. I finally think I'm reset. We got, uh, I don't know, I'm just babbling. I'm like the babbling brook.
1: Yeah, a I little don't, bit.
2: I don't, I don't want to rub in the fact that I had the best weekend ever. You know what I mean? Like, that just feels like a real dick move. But <laughs> if we're talking weekends, I had a really good weekend. <laughs> it makes me feel like a dick when you're working so hard. But Ring of Honor, CM Punk is back. I cried. My goodness.
1: You didn't cry hard enough because Tommy Dreamer ain't sending you free shit.
2: I know. Come on. <laughs>
0: right. You
1: should. So, put-
2: thank you to Ryan Schlong for putting that on the internet, so two thousand people could see me. Just like eh.
0: you should have told all your two thousand people to mock you, so Tommy Dream would get you free shit.
2: I should. You know what? Maybe I can reverse engineer into that somehow.
0: <laughs> it's worth a shot. We have a huge show tonight. Kevin's Whoa. joining us. Uh, he's on his way back from Boston. He went up there for the Major Brothers podcast And he got stuck up there because of the hurricane We got SummerSlam, which I did not watch A second of We
3: Neither got bro.
0: Uh, NXT TakeOver, we got Ring of Honor's Glory by Honor Fuck it, CM Punk came back to the wrestling world And In like 8 minutes, Mickey James is joining us To talk NWA Empowered NWA 73 uh, All things NWA and, and there's a ton more that we have to talk about tony's got his nick all uh thing up there i got my championship belt you know because she's a champ i'm a champ That right there maybe
1: i'm oh, tony right <laughs> all that and more next on the shining wizards the following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. Chaka, my dudes. It's the beach boat, Freddy Flamingo, and you're listening to The Shining Wizards. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. And he's got those smelly boys. Oh, <clears throat> shit. God, you oh. motherfucker. He looks
3: like he's shitting, this. No.
2: Fuck no. Ladies and gentlemen, The Shining Wizards.
1: Some of you guys don't hear anything
0: uh it is like very tinny and in and out in and out oh the that intro was, was the intro stuff. was terrible
1: well i don't know i had everything muted but it's technology it's zoom it is what it is i could take care of it in post if you want but don't worry about that now you are joining us live on the ranch rantdmradio.com you're joining us live on the face face facebook.com You're joining us in podcast form, wherever you get podcasts, because we are available everywhere. We are, of course, the Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Tony, Matt,
2: Kate from Fight Club,
1: Kate from Fight Club (laughs) back for what, like the 17th week in a row. This is crazy.
2: I think the third, but good enough.
0: (laughs) You know what? Kate is reliable. Kate went to wrestling shows this weekend. Uh, Kate is a huge CM Punk fan. So it just seemed like this was like the inevitable. Uh, and with Kevin um, being stuck in Boston or on the way back, I just thought, you know, what better way uh, than to uh, take advantage of Kate being a female than to have her on the show with Mickey James. Talk about <laughs> female power.
2: Hell yeah, empowered.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the first time Kate was actually on the show with us was when we interviewed another female performer, Selena De La Renta. No? Yes, Maybe? I believe I that mean, was...
3: the
2: first, first was at Black Bear.
1: Brown <laughs> Bear. Brown,
3: Brown Bear. Bear.
2: Either way, it's closed now. <laughs> but the I think, yeah, you know, like the first time I ever sat in with you guys, yeah, I think was the, the Selena De La Renta interview. Which was in your top five episodes, because I am the draw, after all. Sammy Callahan can suck it. I'm the draw. I'm the trend, Matt Taven.
1: Well, it was probably half you and half the fact that she was throwing quesadillas at people, but, you know, six of one. I mean, yeah,
2: <laughs> it might be the absolutely stunning, incredibly charismatic, very fun guest that you had, but I was there also, so... <laughs>
1: And I just want to tell everyone, including Kate, this is a no mute button zone. I will not be muting Kate, so she could say whatever she wants on this show, unlike that Wednesday night show that Thank
2: unfortunately, you. I'm not
1: in charge of, but you know, it is what it is.
2: Usually uh, I'm singing. It's not what I'm saying. This
0: is the problem. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mute Kate last week at all, when we talked to Brian Clark.
2: That is true. The Monday night show shows some respect.
1: Freedom of speech reigns on Monday nights on the rants.
0: Seems like all it does is it's fucking. Seems like all it does is rain here in New Jersey. My poor, fro- my poor frog pond. So many, so much water. It's oh so my fun.
2: goodness! Are any of the little frogs dead?
0: No, no. Why would they be dead?
2: I don't know. Maybe they didn't hop away in time. Maybe it got flooded.
0: No, no. We got these crazy water plants, and they just reproduce like uh, I don't know what they. The purpose is to keep the water in the pond. And it like I don't know, it helps clean up the pond water. They just hang out on top of these little plants. The whole pond is covered in these green little plants now. It looks very nice. nice. Yeah, it looks very nice. Very fancy.
1: How many of those green plants washed away down the hill with the uh storm we had?
0: Zero. The pond is very full though. The pond is <laughs> front pond is full to the brim. How'd you guys do with the storm?
2: Much better than the last one. I kept my power. My power <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't blow out any of my electronics like i did last time either i blew out my studio speakers uh because i did not unplug them before the storm last time i learned that lesson once <laughs> and so i made out better this time
1: i don't know if you're familiar if you remember my cold room but you know i have the gas line that comes pretty much like right through the middle of the room and it comes in to the back here where the gas meter is for some reason since they redid my steps water comes in alongside the pipe I mean, I got this little drain in the floor anyway, so it's not a big deal, but the water is just constantly coming in, but it didn't flood anything. So there's another issue I have to deal with. Homeownership. Yay. Yeah. Yay. You're
2: getting, getting fucking buried over there, brother.
1: <laughs> you ain't kidding.
2: How was your vacation, Tony?
1: My vacation was fantastic. We ate at all different restaurants. We sailed down the Hudson River on Tubes. We did the extreme like tree climbing course and all that good stuff. It was good times.
3: Nice. That's we awesome. Ate,
1: we ate barbecue. We ate burgers. We went out on the, the steam-powered paddle boats on the lake. It was good times, man. Good times. Well
2: done. You deserve you deserved that break. You've been dealing with a lot of bullshit in your house. So
1: you ain't kidding. I'm
2: glad. I'm glad you had a good vacation. And it sounds action-packed. Multiple water activities, lots Action- of food.
1: Action-packed action, no doubt about it.
0: Did you, uh, did you return with the
1: family? Oh yeah, they all came back. Okay. Oh,
0: you didn't, you didn't
2: send them down the river.
1: Highlight highlight of the ride home, right? So like, when we left up there for Matt's bachelor party weekend, probably eight years ago now, maybe, um, we stopped at the Cracker Barrel on the way back, and you know those little triangle things with the little pegs that you have to kind of eliminate all the pegs and get one yes. left. I beat that thing at that Cracker Barrel for the first time ever. First time I picked it up while we were sitting there, I beat it. Lo and behold, just a couple of days ago, I gave the toy to my son. I said, this is what you have to do. Son of a bitch, if he didn't beat the damn puzzle. And we were in the same room. Might have been the it, same game for all I know.
2: Doesn't it? tell you like on the little pegboard that that means like your levels of intelligence or whatever. I thought if you beat that thing, you're supposedly like a genius.
1: Well, I mean, what are you, look who you talking it. to Kate? Come on. Let's be honest. I
2: mean, Bobby, the brain heenan over there.
1: Apple doesn't fall <laughs> far from the tree.
2: <laughs> I love it.
0: Tony, would you like to know six years ago to the day is when we went to Lake George and did the extreme uh, tree climbing
1: course. God, it was only six years ago. It felt like it was so much longer. Wow.
2: Wait, Matt, an extreme tree climbing course? That's
1: what oh, yeah, so Six years ago. It was part of the Easy itinerary. Up.
2: Easy. It's
1: part
0: of my bachelor party.
2: <laughs> and you made it out alive. But wait, tell, take me through this extreme tree climbing course. Like, did it, was it Legends of the Hidden Temple? Like, was no, it No, no, just... you go
0: up into the woods and they, they put, put a harness on you and you have, like, a clippy. And then you do, like, the, you know, first you have to make Clipping sure... You... Bullshit yeah clippy not <laughs> flippy first you have to make sure you know how to work it properly so you don't fall out of the goddamn trees so they show you how to oh, they changed the, the
1: system now it sucks it's it's a lot more difficult to, to to operate now but it's a lot more safer i was talking to one of the young fellas and he's like yeah the new system sucks he's like i love the old system as he sat there with a broken ankle because he fell out of the tree two weeks earlier because they were fucking around
0: so uh so you start it like you do the like the little baby one, and then you go on the course, and as you progress through the course, it gets harder and harder and Significantly you're like harder you're like seventy five feet up in the fucking air, and you have to walk across like broken boards of wood and climb nets and you ride the the gimmick Zip-ball. into yeah yep. it's it's crazy town u s a it's a lot of fun, but uh it's yeah. like work though it's it's a workout. It it work.
1: I tell you this much though doing ddpy and having core strength now like my wife got on there and she's like this and the kids like this i get up there i'm like no problem no problem really
2: guy who's actually consistent with his ddpy as opposed to man i who make cameos hey
1: actually i was off for about two weeks i really wasn't doing anything because we were getting ready to go on vacation and all that nonsense but
2: that shit does make a difference though for real for real for real
1: hell yeah I gotta, and just minutes, I gotta get back back uh,
0: into the the ddpy uh you
1: should dude stop 82. if you see if you would have set your alarm for eight you could have did your ddpy and then went off to do your uh your job on sunday get that shit in
0: i'd have to do no. my job sunday <laughs> it was off sunday
1: no i thought sunday was the day after the wedding when did you oversleep saturday, saturday night into sunday morning no
0: I had to go. I worked from midnight to two a.m. Saturday night slash Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, and then Sunday morning you overslept. No,
0: no Sunday morning I got to sleep in.
1: Oh, oh, so you fucked up and then had to go to do the wedding after you fucked up the night before. Wow, you had a shitty weekend. So
0: I woke up at five o'clock Saturday morning. Did the PGA, came home, tried to take a nap, fell asleep uh at like nine forty, thinking i could get a good half an hour in before my alarm went off
1: oh so you you woke up at 10 to 11 p.m
0: yes 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 sorry huh? for the confusion
1: no 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 I, you're good you're good
2: utterly impressed that you knew what day it was with your work schedule <laughs> and so i'll say this i don't want to get too much down the wrestling rabbit hole because mickey james is calling him soon but
1: he's in the I,
2: I was so excited at ROH because I was like, I'm going to get Matt stuff. He's working his ass off. I'm going to bring home merch. I'm going to make his day. And then I couldn't decide. I went like, I don't know, three matches before the card was over to scope it out. And then I was like, you know what? After, I'll go and I'll take a picture and I'll send it to Matt. And that way he can choose whatever he wants. I come out before anybody has left the building. The entire merch stand is shut down which seems a like a terrible business idea like why are you shutting merch down right after the show after a ridiculous cage match by the way incredible where everybody is like hyped up like I people literally had their wallets in their hand like I'm gonna go buy a Matt Taven shirt and the whole merch stand was shut down it was such a bummer so now I come home Empty-handed with nothing for Matt after he's been busting his ass this week. I was so sad.
0: <laughs> he said she's in the queue, T-Donk.
1: She's coming in right now. Bring
0: in the legend, please. Hello. Hello, Miss James. How are you?
3: Good How are you doing
0: thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us tonight's talk n w a empower this weekend n w a seventy three the driving force uh behind this oh. all woman's pay per view uh which is looking Thanks. fantastic uh as, as a as an older uh wrestling fan the free babes are just exciting I'm excited thank about you. this. Uh, I'm
4: very, very excited about that team right there. I think a team of second generation stars and they're so dynamically just very different and they come from very different backgrounds, but um, you know, to give them a platform and something that's kind of a throwback, which is what NWA does so well uh, to the history and legacy and and traditions. And so it's cool. It's cool. It's really cool. So I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah. We're super excited about it. You have quite the lineup set up and Correct me if I'm wrong. You're doing a round table too with Jazz, Medusa, Gail Kim, uh the Saturday.
4: No, uh, no well, I, I call ourselves the Queens of the Round Table. It's more of a moniker, if you will. There's, you know, some queens doing queen things, running stuff.
0: I mean <laughs> it's not it's not a bad set of queens.
4: Not a bad set of queens at all. I like, I mean I feel like there's, you know, a lot, of, a lot of awesomeness going on at that table. So I always, you know, you think about it and I go like, oh, typically at the table are, are all gentlemen who have been there, who have, you know, have their own legacy and history and have made money and, and kind of built angles and, and know how to do that. And so I felt like, especially for the women's brand, that it would be really cool to have women that I love and respect and that have done all of those things and broken boundaries and all of those things to be able to help you know, lead this team of girls up. And I think that I couldn't have asked for better, a better crew. They're so amazing.
0: Uh, I don't think anyone would disagree. You are, yeah. you, you four ladies are like the pillars of the women's wrestling industry. Oh, you're, um, kind. you're on the NWA 73rd anniversary show, but not on empowered. What was the the decision behind that to not wrestle on NWA? Empowered?
4: Um, I thought well that was my decision because I think I was and I've gotten mixed reviews on that. A lot of people think, oh well, you should have wrestled. My whole thing was is that I am very serious about this executive producer position, and it's very difficult to play, uh, you know, to play and player coach role because I think that it skews the lines of like, you know, what you're doing versus and and it would just kind of distract me, and I, I really want this pay-per-view to feel special to be special and i just couldn't i couldn't see myself i'm just very focused on a lot of things and i wouldn't be able to focus on the show and my match with equal love with equal you know passion to be able to deliver on both kind of platforms and i felt like it was only fair uh to kind of sit back and really deliver the show how i hope to see it so i'm going to be in gorilla the one on the headset the one you know making all the calls and it was was a lot. It was a lot to do all that. I mean, it's been a lot of work just to get here. It's been sleepless nights and phone calls and trying to get to the gym and it not have, plus I'm a mom, you know, so there's that. That's a full-time job in itself. So it's just a lot. And I just didn't want to take my eyes off the prize. And I felt like if the product at the end of the night delivered as a whole, that would speak volumes. And I didn't need to wrestle because I was already wrestling the next night. And that was the cool thing of like, being able to still perform at the weekend at the anniversary event. And since I was being given this platform to be able to put on this show, that then I could go and wrestle the next night for Billy, you know,
0: you mentioned Billy. He recently just told sports illustrated that he has acquired the, uh, the the Mildred Burks version of the NWA women's title as a a, a legend in the wrestling industry. How important is that just to be able to hold that, look at that title, see the lineage
4: I've already told him I'm stealing it. So I hope that he locks it in the safe in his room. Um, You know, just because I watch it, you know, I'm just kidding. God, because God forbid something. No, I, um, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible because you think about it. Uh, Mildred Burke was kind of one of those forgotten. She really was the mother of women's wrestling and pretty much founded, you know, was the first, she was main eventing and like the four, like she was main eventing before it was a thing and nobody even kind of second guessed it as far as on the card. And her whole career was kind of swept under the rug as she was almost forgotten. And I think to be able to bring this title back, which is the first real women's championship especially here, you know, uh, and to be able to do that and to kind of redefine her legacy and remind people, um, of her history and the history of like how far back it really does date. And, uh, it's really cool. It's really, really cool. And I saw the time when I saw the championship, I was like, Oh my God, what's that? And he goes, Oh, I got it. And I'm like, Oh (laughs) shit. That's (laughs) cool. So cool. It's so funny because we're still fans about, Certain, you know what I mean. We still, oh, we still fans at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Oh, Have absolutely. If, it, if you could see the text chain when when this came to fruition, this interview, we were <laughs> over the moon excited. Oh, well, I'm excited um, to be
4: here. Thank you. It,
0: it never, it never goes away for us. We're still, you know, that's the reason why we do uh, our podcast. We all know about the WWE exit. When you go to Billy with this idea, um, is he open to the NWA Empower show, and, and how involved is he in? the decisions or are you just this, like you kind of run things by him but at the end of the day you are
4: um i would say you know i definitely run things by him because at the end of the day it it is falling at underneath the nwa umbrella which is his brand and it's his that's his company um so there's obviously been some stuff that he's kind of you know if, if whatever kind of talk you know and obviously but when i spoke billy and i had had several conversations about this women's brand or this idea or this concept um, before even I, I you know my release or anything, because Billy has come over to the house and had dinner at my house, and I've watched them work on the NWA, him and my husband and everyone involved behind the scenes, and been you know cheerleading on the sidelines this whole time. Uh, so now to kind of come into this fold and be you know put in charge, I I almost wanted to do something in that space anyway because it felt right for me. But as far as like a next move for me in a sense but you know it was really kind of his idea to he's like i think why don't you just do it here and do it with me and we can do it together and i think that's really cool because i've known billy for 20 years at this point you know and um it it was just ironic for me because i go like it's crazy because i love wrestling and i guess you know everything around my whole career whenever i envisioned it it was always with wwe or or that was the pinnacle. And that's what I had already always seen that. And I never thought that after stepping away that I wouldn't be able to do what I wanted there, but I would come back to NWA, which, which is, you know, the oldest wrestling organization in the United States, but also with my friend, Billy, who's in music, who I do music to. And most of his, in the crossovers between our parallels, paralleled universes, if you will. So it's, it's really kind of ironic how it's all worked out, but good, really good.
0: Do do you guys do like uh like does does he pick your brain on wrestling and do you pick his brain on music?
4: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm always weird about. I'd say this and I've said this to him because he's always said like, "Oh, if you ever want to run your songs by me," which I did actually. Grown ass woman, I did run by him. I really did because I, I was like, "Okay, I'll finally take him up on this" because he's been saying that forever, and I always felt awkward because I go like Billy's my friend because. He's Billy and he's my friend and I'm Mickey or whatever. And I never wanted to, uh, you know, mess with that or make it weird or anything like that. And we obviously talk about wrestling when it pertains to our own personal stories or anything. And obviously now we talk about wrestling a lot more because we're talking about shows and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. I don't know if he always agrees with me or obviously nobody always agrees all the time, but you know what I mean? Like, I think it's just, it's really interesting to get his perspective and he's so smart and he's so creative, you know, to get his perspective because he looks at wrestling, even though he's absorbed it and watched it for so long from a very different lens than I look at it because I've been in the ring watching it and looking at it and trying to perfect that craft of that whole thing. And so even trying to transition into this executive producer role, it's like a whole new set of, goggles on at the moment because you're you you're looking at it from a television perspective and from a bookings perspective and all these other things that you know you didn't always you would think about it but you would only think about it for your character per se if that makes sense
1: yeah I know the uh the forbidden doors open and I know you've gone out we've seen the footage from impact reaching out to Deanna Perazzo having her come in for the show Um, But talk to us for a minute about the recent crop of NWA champions like, uh, you know, like Allison Kay and and Thunder Rosa. And and of course, you know, the Brickhouse Camille, our current champion. What's your impressions of the ladies that have been involved in the NWA since the whole resurgence with the, you know, with power and, uh, you know, into the fire and and the recent history?
4: Oh, I think it's incredible. You know, I think I thought that Allison for for a first champion coming back out of the gate and to really do that. She's so great. And that's why I'm really excited to have her there as part of the tag tournament with Marty because they are legitimately best friends. And I think they both have a lot of history with the NWA. Um, I think Thunder Rosa, she was incredible and she did a great job as champion. I mean, if you think about it, nobody really knew who Thunder Rosa was and knew her story until the NWA. And they really made people care about her and love her and get behind her in a whole different capacity because they were able to like understand her and kind of empathize with her a bit. And now Camille... I say about Camille, she's worked so, so hard and the way she was presented when she was brought on television and and to be able to be that silent but strong. It was kind of like a new age, like kind of China role and to be automatically aligned like with with Nick and the champion. So then she was able to see a lot of those championship matches and be and not just the front row, but right at ringside for a lot of these matches to kind of know what works and and kind of how to get there and that so it just streamlined her and she's a natural athlete like she's a thoroughbred but seriously like she's a legit football player like not like lingerie football but l- like hands-on football she was softball scholarship the whole thing like she's a premier athlete and uh so she's just you know she's a and she's a badass and she's beautiful and I think she just looks like a star you know it was like to see her show up on AEW and then be able to go out there and now to be able to present that match, you know, against Layla Hirsch. I think that's going to be a killer match because their styles are so different and they're very different visually when you look at them and just personality wise, they're just complete polar opposites. So I think that's going to be very, very interesting. Um, yeah. I got a lot of time for Camille. Plus she's aligned with my husband. So I have to, you know,
1: <laughs> look. You know, it's funny you brought that up because I do remember you know, like Camille, yes, they've been going through her backstory. They went through like all of her, you know, all of her endeavors in sports. And, uh, even recently on, uh, the race to the chase, uh-huh. you know, your husband, Nick was actually, you know, I knew she was a badass. I saw something in her and look at her now. And yeah. they even did that with Thunder Rosa. Like they were, they were chronicling like her, her, her endeavors into MMA and just showing how tough she was. NWA has been doing a great job with giving backstory to people, like you said, who may not you may not be familiar with, right. But after you see that you're like, okay, now I'm on board with this person. Yeah. The way they
4: shoot, I, I agree a thousand percent. I loved those 10 pounds of gold pieces. I thought they were mm. so inspiring. They were so powerful. Um, I love those profile pieces that they did on all, like on all of those, the race to the chase, because I feel like it just gives a more intimate look at the journey and it gives you, gets you emotionally connected to those characters because now you feel like you know them on a different level, because we always have this perception of that character that they play on television. But when you get the story behind the grind and the story about that person and their journey, I mean, the stuff with Tim storm, like the school teacher who I could not love Tim storm more. Like he is an all time big old baby face for me. Like he's just, you know, checks every box so I I just think that they have a way and it's so different because I don't think that we try to I don't think that we ever try to like present wrestling in how what everybody else is doing because it is a unique product and it is so different and that's kind of what makes it magical is because it is a throwback to the way wrestling I guess what you would say was shot but in a modern kind of really newer delivery system but that same you know, cutting promos at a stand at with a mic you know with a mic guy or you know those those cool down the lens shots that we don't necessarily get like instead of the backstage and I'm talking to my friend and there's magically a camera over here, like those shots like it just feels more real and authentic, and a lot of the auth- off- like the characters on television they feel like people you would know like that you've known or or and you just connect with them and you think about Trevor and his whole story like God, I love Trevor so much and like to get to boo i mean he's not gonna beat my husband no he's not because last time you're gonna see him at nwa 73 (laughs) um so i'm so sorry you guys but i do love trevor and i've known trevor for a long long time and but i think that just people can understand and and it resonates with them you know because we've all been there um yeah it's cool isn't it it's like it's like i always say it's like retro but not 100%
1: Oh, 100% the 10 pounds of gold is what got me back into the nwa to begin with like he, for sure he said, tim storm is likable even nick you know you can love to hate him but you can't right. deny he is so great in that role as the champion
4: yes he is he which really is, is why i'm nervous and he for talks him. the talk and he walks yeah. he looks like a champion and he's distinguished and he's educated and he's smart and he's you know like i'm just not tooting his horn because he's my husband i'm just saying that he looks like a champion, he walks like a champion, talks like a champion, and he takes a lot of pride in his work. And he's done so much work within the NWA because he cares and he's very passionate about it. He's very passionate about NWA. He's very passionate about, obviously, his own career, but, you know, as for the company as a whole. And he takes a lot of pride in everything that he does with it. And, and so it's really cool to see him finally get that kind of love and respect that I think that he deserves, you know.
1: I am a little worried about NWA 73. I will be completely honest with
4: you. What, that Trevor's going to have to retire?
0: No, no, uh, but that's what I want. Booger eater, get out of here. Booger uh, eater!
1: Booger eater. Ew.
0: He, looks, he looks like he eats his booger. I hope your husband oh. puts him in the clover booger. leaf. They call it a wrap. Trevor's tapping out. Get out of here. Hit, hit get out of here, booger eater. Go jump been in the...
1: With, yeah, he's been calling him booger eater for about three months now. Jump it's in just, the
0: Mississippi. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. No, he, so if this, I, is, I, will, I will be super upset if he beats Mr. Aldous. I'm just saying yeah, that Are now. you going
4: to flick boogers at the TV? or?
0: I, no, I am not a booger eater. <laughs> okay, I, good. I'm a gentleman. <gasps> I was I use, worried. I use a napkin <laughs> to blow my nose. Don't do that, Hi, Kate. I saw the that.
3: tissue.
0: <laughs> yes, tissue. No handkerchiefs because that's gross. Yeah. It is
3: gross. Yeah, right?
4: It is kind of gross, actually. Who
0: wants to carry around a thing full of snot in their pockets?
4: I don't know. You think they used to be embroidered or they do like the little dollies? My grandmother, she made them. She would do like the little, you know, what's the, my, the crochet on the outside to make the little ruffles. And I'm like, Oh, this is so great, but I'm never going to use this grandma because (laughs) it's a cotton tissue that I feel like I should throw it away after I'm done and I'm not going to, but cloth diapers were a thing still are a thing for some people so maybe we need to go back to the cotton embroidered tissues i don't know we're trying to save the planet one napkin at a time
3: <laughs> no, well I'm if you gonna...
1: have any, you might want to send them over to trevor anyway according to matt i don't <laughs> consider him a booger eater i don't think that's i'm gonna me.
4: get my grandma to crochet him with, You know.
0: yes 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 he's gonna be so he's stops... yeah, a
1: little bon voyage this way when he cries when he <laughs> <Yeah>. loses <laughs>
3: Wow.
2: Hey, wow. boys are gross, which is why I'm here. I She's like, how did I get in the mix of this boogers? It's gross. Um, yeah. So I mean, not to ask like the generic question, but you obviously have a legendary career that has spanned decades and women's wrestling is in such a crazy place right now. I feel like even within just this weekend, we saw like awesome things happening in ring of honor and then we also saw Bianca getting squashed in seven seconds how are you feeling about women's wrestling in general right now especially from where you came in the industry and how are you feeling about what empower is doing like in within that landscape it feels like such a catalyst for oh thank you well that's what I'm hoping and I'm praying about I really hope that it's
4: something special and honestly I you know I think each brand is kind of you know presents their women. And I never want to say, Oh, they present anyone presents their women in a terrible way because I've been afforded a pretty amazing career, you know, on television and my character for the most part in the, those good spaces were, was presented very well, you know, for, a, for a lot of my championship runs and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I didn't see the, the SummerSlam where she got beaten. I've heard a lot about that recently, so I can't really speak on it um aside from what because I was watching on Twitter I was at the Astronomicon so I apologize for missing that (laughs) Um, I do yeah I did see a lot of cabuddle on there but I do think that they do a really good job of presenting and I thought you know the fact that Bianca and Sasha were main event in WrestleMania and, and doing all of these like they they have had a lot of first ever so I think that just in the last decade alone but especially in the last i would say almost five years there's been even a stronger force behind driving the legitimacy of women's wrestling um but i go back to like when i was at impact and i felt like the the knockouts were doing it well before and they forget you know like i was able to main event the show um and have a cage match with tara on at, you know on impact and that was well before give divas a chance or any of that stuff. So I, I think that there's always been like a, you know, a, a an audience for it that have really, really wanted to see it. It's just because they've become louder and louder and louder. And so hopefully it's, it's in a space where everyone's kind of following suit. And what's great about that is all the women um, are very capable and are stepping up because now there's a, a whole crop of talented, really, Amazing women out there who have trained and want it to be wrestlers, you know, where that wasn't a thing before. And that comes from all of these awesome women before them, that kind of paved the way and gave them an inspiration to go like, hey, I could do this too, you know, and I think we always recognize that across the board most time, not everybody, I don't see many of this, but I say, like, We recognize that a lot across the board in the men, and it's cool to see it step up to be able to start recognizing that in the women as well. You know what I mean? To throw homage back to the ladies who've done it because I will forever be a sensational Sherry fan till the day I die. I don't care. She's (laughs) great. 100%. Um, So
1: NWA 73, you are stepping in the ring and it's been announced that you're going to be wrestling Smiley Kylie.
4: Smiley Uh, Kylie. Is that um, a shot of the champ in the background there?
1: Oh, oh you this picture here, this oh, autograph wow. of Nick Aldis?
4: Yes, I see that.
1: He's so handsome. It is
4: signed, sealed, and delivered with a card? Yeah. That is signed as well?
1: Oh, Look at okay, you. There you go. Oh, yeah, go
4: ahead. Put it in there.
1: <laughs> oh, you need to see it. There you <laughs> Is go. that a
4: Ring of Honor? How did Wait. Oh, no. It's a got, Ring of Honor 8 by 10
1: It's got the NWA logo on the other side. Okay. Yes, this is from, okay. I can read the top here. God, I can't even see it. It's from the Crockett cup. So they,
4: Oh yes. Yes.
1: How did smiley (laughs) Kylie become your opponent for NWA 73?
4: I told Billy that I would, you know, I was happy. I think that all of the girls in the locker room are very talented and that I was happy to face anyone that he wanted to put me against at 73 being that, you know, I was doing this, being given this platform for empower the night before and you know, I, if people go like, Oh, who do you want? If there's a lot of women that I want to face and that I want it to face. And, you know, so I was given that decision to Billy to let him decide. Do you agree? Do you like his decision?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. I'm a Hell huge yeah. smile at Kylie. <laughs> she's, amazing. she's
4: very, very, she's great. She's so great. I, I'm excited to wrestle her. So Hopefully
1: okay, so I do get too blown up. So let me follow up then you, you left it up to Billy. If it wasn't Billy's choice and you had a short list of who you'd want to wrestle, who's on that list?
4: Oh God uh i would say diana i would say Britt baker um uh, mostly so i can go in there and just take their championships from them nice uh, <laughs> you like that you like, you like that <laughs> um oh god uh i would love to work with fabi apache i think i didn't get to i ha- got to work with her a little bit when i was down there but it was in like some six girl tag kind of weird match so um Yeah, there's just, you know, there's some really, really incredible women out there right now. There's this Trisha Dora girl who seems, she's really, really talented. Uh, She seems interesting. She seems like she'd be fun to wrestle. Um, But then there's like matches that I think that we could do all over again, but in a different capacity where I, you know, Melina's at NWA now. So who's to say that she and I couldn't have like a throwback to... You know, our falls count anywhere match or something like that. So, I
1: don't know. that, that could, I wind could wind up being in the impact, impact title. title.
4: Yeah. Well, and now with a whole bunch of releases, you know, you think about it. I would love to work with like Mercedes, who I I thought I've love. I love Mercedes, and I've worked with her and known her pretty much her whole career. And I think just our paths were so very different. And I was so excited to see her finally get a chance at NXT and to be able to come in. And I just and the whole time I'm going like, ah. Oh, I just wish they bring you to the main roster. Like you need to be here, you know. Like, I no offense. I just was selfishly. I wanted her in our locker room because I felt like she, you know, she had put in her time and put in her dues and paid her dues for a very long time. And uh, yeah. And plus, she's just a badass, and I like her a whole lot. So, you know. But yeah. So her or Ruby, because I never really got to feud with like even my ba- last run. I didn't get to feud with anyone. You know, it's just more kind of other like storyline wise. You know. So.
0: Yeah. We're on the we're line on with, the line uh, with uh, What is that? What is that? What? No, oh, you're getting an echo. I hear that. There we it's go. go on. All <laughs> right, we're on the line with Mickey James at Mickey James on Twitter, the Mickey James on Instagram. This Saturday and Sunday, it's yep. NWA Empowered and NWA 73 bundle package at Fight TV, 39.99 for both shows. Individually they're 25 bucks. Get the bundle can't beat it with a stick. You can't. And Fight does a phenomenal job. Uh, that's how we watch NWA Power. That's how we watch a lot of uh, uh, the wrestling shows. So worth the bang for your buck. And the no sh- this show is stacked. We're going to get new in. It ed- is
4: stacked both nights. I mean, even after I, I, I was – there's still a few tickets left for Empower. I'd really love to sell that baby out. That would be really, really cool. But as far as – I mean, NWA 73 sold out, and then they announced Ric Flair after it was already sold out. So – Talk about over delivering there, but it's going to be it's just an incredible week. And you think about seventy-three years of celebrating the National Wrestling Alliance; it's pretty amazing, and it's pretty amazing to see this whole resurgence and the the product and the 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 company brought back to life, and just a whole new respected platform and a place where people are going like, "Oh shit, it's the NWA!" Like that's cool, you know. So.
0: How excited yeah. are you to be at the Chase St. Louis for this monumental event?
4: So excited. So excited. Well, we went up to St. Louis for the um for the press conference and the hotel was so accommodating and it's just a beautiful hotel, but plus we walked in and saw the ballroom as it stands now and it's just, you know, you think about it and the vibe and the the city is so excited about it and the press were so excited and the hotel is just good energy all the way around because it just means so much you think about it, like every from ring of honor everybody's tried to get into that building everybody and no one's been able to do it until now so i felt like it was like magically waiting for us to get to this moment i think the fact that we were going back to the chase and we were able to work this out kind of set up that perfect platform to have the first women's show and to to launch in power i think everything just the cards just kind of all lined up for us so
2: With all of this positive momentum, and this may not be something that you know until after, is there any talk about this being named like an annual thing or something that's going to happen more than once? We're hoping, I'm hoping. We have talked, definitely talked about this
4: being, especially because we are introducing the cup um, as an inaugural thing. So this will happen, that will happen. The cup will happen every single year. Um, Oh my God, this cup. I'm like, (laughs) this <laughs> has <It's> been the <laughs> toughest thing. It's so crazy. Like this one cup is driving me crazy. Um but not the putting the matches together, the cup itself. <laughs> oh god. I can't. It's been like insanity trying to get this thing done. Um however, the cup itself is going to be an annual thing. And the whole deal is is like we're going to find uh you know, the top 10 prospects or the top 10 women that we think would make incredible NWA women's champions and Every year we'll have this cup, so there will be one winner, and she will always get a championship title shot at the NWA Women's Champion. So this first one will be the very next night at 73. So my hope is that Empower is an annual thing, and we can present this cup at every Empower, and we can keep moving forward. But I do feel like this is the first of many kind of women-driven products for NWA as a whole, so I'm excited about that. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited too. Go on, go on. Go Hi, Kitty. On. Do you oh. want to talk about it? Go on.
1: Nellie's got questions.
4: <laughs> Nellie! One of my friends in high school, one there of my dearest is. friends in high school, yep. her name was Nellie.
1: Nellie had to
0: make she had to make an appearance, and she's down on the notes.
4: And there she is. All right,
0: Nellie, thanks for joining us. It was only a matter of time, Mickey, before she uh, she showed up. She's usually good for a, a couple appearances on a Monday night. Yeah, for sure,
4: I get it. No, you, I didn't get get the, the you didn't get
0: time. the you uh, didn't get the you didn't get the long cat butthole shot, so that's a, she must respect you. <laughs> so usually, she just turns yeah, around and and that's just, on the camera.
4: Yep, you're welcome.
0: Folks, thanks, Nelly. I just
1: want Nelly. you to know it's it's Matt bringing up cat buttholes and boogers on the show. So yeah, it's, it's <laughs> <a complaint,
0: laughs> look, you. I don't know what to tell you, Tre- I can't do anything about Nelly. All right, that's her gimmick now. No. She does a run in, she presents, and then she just lays down yep. here. Um, Good. then Trevor Murdoch, he looks, look, he eats boogers. All right, Nick, all just gonna put him out of out the pasture. That's yeah. all. It's look, it's it okay. There's, yeah. hey, Nelly. All right, there we go. See, uh, now there you go. Good girl. It. Come on. Talk, I'm talking to a legend here, Nellie. This is not yeah. the time nor the place. I,
4: I'm very animal friendly, actually. I love animals. I love animals. More yeah, than most your own. Uh oh, I have two horses. We have a cat and we have two dogs. Nice. Yeah. But I would have a whole bunch more if I could. But it's time. You know, it's a lot of time, a lot of work.
0: It is a lot of work. Cats are the easy, in my opinion, cats are the easiest.
4: Cats are pretty self-sufficient, but they're also like they kind of love you when they want to and then they don't want anything to do with you when they don't want anything to do with you you know so it's a very non-committal relationship just feed them so they don't eat your face it's pretty much you know what it is whereas dogs will love you unconditionally no matter what even if you haven't fed them and they won't eat your face
0: I tell my wife all the time if Mike, if the, if the, if Muda, we have another, we have a cat named Muda. said, if okay. Muda was, he weighed 40 more pounds, he would eat us in our sleep. Yeah. And he wouldn't think anything about it. He don't care.
4: Yeah. Cats will eat other humans. Yeah. It's crazy, now, right? That's a whole other conversation. We don't need to go down that. But, you know, the crazy <laughs> no. cat ladies who die in their houses and then they get eaten by their cats.
0: I mean, you shouldn't have 70 cats.
4: Well, you shouldn't.
0: I mean, that's what's going to happen, right? Dark, 70, it's that's, a dark place. It's that's a lot. That's a lot of cats, though. I can it's barely keep cats. up with three cats.
1: Lot they lot drive me ammonia. crazy.
4: Yeah, fair amount of ammonia for sure.
0: Ugh, awful. <laughs> and we got the I got the neighborhood cats that are trying to eat the frogs out of my frog pond. It's unbelievable.
4: Better than your face.
0: You know what? Some would agree. Some would disagree. <laughs> <Or> someone <laughs> say, eat his face. <laughs> eat, eat his face, Nellie. Don't eat my face, Nelly. Uh, <laughs> come, on, come on, man.
4: Come on, no, Nelly. Well, she's like, yeah, you're putting me over. The, in- time.
0: the Invitational Cup, it's 10 super talented uh, female wrestlers. Some that were super familiar with Chelsea Green, Lady Frost, Genocide, uh, Masha, Kira Hogan. Some we're not too familiar with, Tootie Lynn, um, Debbie Malenko, Thunder Kitty. Who do you like in this 10 woman gauntlet who do you think is going to really open up some eyes
4: who do i think um it's kind of tough because i feel like every woman that i chose is going to have a very good showing and i chose them for very specific reasons you know and and i wanted you know this show to speak volumes across the board and just be super powerful and, and kind of inspire everyone and i thought you know from tootie lynn being from st louis who never really had a shot she's kind of the rookie coming into this place. And uh, I know that the hometown of St. Louis is going to love her and they're going to know who she is, but for her to be showcased and shined in a whole, you know, bigger platform is a huge opportunity for her. And I think that being able to bring in Debbie Malenko, who was retired and was one of those women in like the early nineties, when you think about it, that were like the women to watch. And she was headed to be like one of the big stars. Uh, And then because of her knee injury and then taking what then she just kind of quit wrestling and now at 50 like making this huge comeback but talk about breaking like age barriers and all of those things which we talk about with women all the time because there is a difference between you know women's age and men's age and how they're presented on television you know and it is what it is it's the way it's been and I think we've slowly pushed that back and pushed it back a little bit further but um yeah and then obviously uh Jamie Senegal with Paula DeMar. I think it's, you know, it's the first time that a, a, a transgendered athlete has ever performed in an NWA ring to my knowledge. And and for me to be able to present her um, in the cup and to give her that platform where it's like, yes, I it, this is such a, a powerful show. I thought it was important to have her there. Wow.
0: I just looked at her and she was laying and I said, you're going to fall. And she just kept going. Wow. Yeah. she's back
3: she's, unbelievable.
4: <laughs> she's begging for it well um, man, but, to- yeah uh, it was I- for her and then like polo del mar and then i go i mean i've had conversations with polo where he's like she he, she's so passionate already a fan of the nwa and already like worked so hard behind the scenes and stuff but now to be able she's like i never thought that i would be in this place like I just never thought this would be possible for me you know and to be able to give both of them that opportunity and just all the women like Bianca Carelli people don't really know her yet because she's Santino's daughter though and I've known her since she was Donovan's age you know like Santino and I have such history from our working in the ring together to OVW to all of this stuff and so now to be able to give his daughter like one of the first biggest moments of her to kind of kickstart her whole career it's pretty awesome you know, I just—it's cool. It's a cool night. It's going to be a cool night for wrestling. I think not just women's wrestling, but just for wrestling as a whole. So,
2: what was the selection process like for you when you're scouting out talent? Were you trying to fill certain types of wrestling in, or people certain stories, or were you just going with the best that you thought you could find? Like when you're lining something up that's going to be so powerful, what? Um, what was well, you in? know,
4: it's—it's it's interesting because there's a lot of stuff. You know, obviously. Um, even with like forbidden doors and stuff like that like it 's like i I really had to be cognizant of the fact of you know who the girls that were all wrestling on dark matches or different things you know i I wanted to be able because I did say that I wanted to give new women opportunities women that you necessarily haven 't seen, and sometimes you see the same women not that they don 't deserve it because they do and they 're getting those opportunities for a reason um but you get to see a lot of the same girls show up and kind of everywhere and do you know but not really get the pusher per se so i was like well here's a cool opportunity for me to not only start to define the nwa women's roster and to start hand kind of selecting and and really seeing who's going to be in the nwa locker room for the women's division as a whole because especially because we're growing and it's going to be the nwa women's championship but also now the tag team championships um that we're going to, so we're going to need a stronger locker room and more teams and stuff like that. And it was just kind of cool to be able to start to tell those stories and define those characters for us. But also uh, I think the the ability to kind of lean on and have good relationships across the board with other people that I've worked with and be able to highlight some of their locker room and some of their talents and be able to come together for this one night is kind of cool. It's really, really cool. And you think about like Melina and Deanna, like Melina, has never even and up until this moment, she had never been in an impact ring, which I didn't realize, but it just com- completely blew my mind. She had never been in an impact ring. She's never wrestled for the Knockouts Championship or anything. So Empowers is like pretty groundbreaking for her and her career when you think about it. I'm like, wow, that's really amazing. And I, and as it started to unfold, and she kind of, I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I'm like, well, why hasn't she been in an impact ring? Well, we're gonna make this happen right now
0: that's fantastic that's you know what when you say that's unbelievable that she's never been in an impact ring when you think about it right because i feel like she's been around forever not in a bad way like i feel like she's always been awesome she's
4: awesome so yeah if that's gonna be a good match i'm excited about
0: that that's fantastic stuff what a weekend you have this is super exciting for the for the wrestling fans especially the nwa fans um and and i can't wait uh to check all this out, I'm super excited about the free babes. Just the idea, the Miranda Gordy and um, and Sorry,
4: Bam Bam, Gordy's daughter
0: and Jazzy Yang, like the daughters of Jimmy professional wrestling, daughter super exciting!
4: Yeah, and then Hollywood Haley jay who I have especially a lot of time for Hollywood, but she is uh, Maria James' daughter. So she's like, the, she's a second generation from her mother's side. And, and maria has been on the independent scene and done a bunch of stuff. And I would see her at tryouts all the time. And now to see her daughter kind of getting a chance. And uh, I just have a lot of time for her, I think, because she reminds me so much of my sister. And I said this to her on the phone. is like, she walks and talks a lot like my sister, who, my sister passed away two years ago. Oh, you know, so I think that she just kind of, she reminds me of her so much and when I first sat down and had this conversation with her plus just to kind of get to know her and know her backstory I was like I really have a lot of time for this girl like she's a single mom she's like been on the street she's busted her butt she has a whole backstory that's kind of like wow like and it's cool to be able to give someone like that a chance because I think that we've all been in different places and spaces in our lives and Uh, sometimes it just takes one person to kind of get you and believe in you and give you that opportunity. I know I had to have that for myself. And I think most people who have gotten anywhere in life have had at least one person to say that they could do it, you know, and to kind of give them that platform to do it. So, yeah.
0: And you're not a bad person to be the one to do that either. I think that, that speaks volumes. I'm a horrible person. Ah, (laughs) I hope that all the cats are going to eat her face. Look out. No.
4: This is why I don't have a one cat.
0: Wow. Smart. (laughs) Only one, Uh, only one (laughs) Mickey James, the fan. What are you most looking forward to at NWA empowered? Well, it's like the one match you can't wait to just revel in.
4: Um, I'm really excited about this. Well, I say this, but I'm also excited about the tag team championships. I think the fact that we're going to crown the first champions in like 37 years the first tag team champions, in 37 years is pretty monumental. Uh, and obviously we won't know until after, you know, the, the sport, those four teams compete or whatever and see who's going to go down to the finals. But um, I'm really excited about that. Cause I think it's part of history, but I'm really excited about this cup too, because I think it's such a unique match and a unique, like uh set of circumstances and just so such different women involved in it, that the dynamic is just going to be, crazy and so i'm interested to see how that's gonna you know go wow. because i just think about like how everybody like some people are very like big moves and other people are more like debbie's mostly submissions and stuff like that you know so it's going to be an interesting interesting matchup to see how people's styles kind of go and who's going to get their butt handed to them and who's not here comes my dog
0: oh nice what's your dog's <laughs> oh, name? oh you got a bath why no <laughs>
2: Oh, look at that little guy! That looks like Buster, Kate. And it does look like my dog Buster, who just chilled out. So I'm not gonna rile him up. This is the second week in a row we had Adam Bomb and Adam Bomb's dog. Now oh yeah, yeah.
4: Get away from me! So I don't want
2: you. Um, no, please do not apologize for bringing cute dogs onto the podcast. Um, what? you has... always
4: busts the shot too, so I, you know, I get it.
2: <laughs> what has been the most satisfying part of putting this all together and what has been the most challenging part it sounds like the actual physical cup design might be the most challenging the physical, what
3: you cup,
4: the physical trying to get this cup designed like has been the the hardest
2: most <laughs> stressful why is it so stressful is it the um, design I think sulfur, that the... there
4: was like no i just don't even want to get into it <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I Fair can't enough. I'm just like it was a lot it was it's just so much I never realized that having a cup made would be so difficult <laughs> you know here I am I, I would say like the easiest part and the funnest part has been making the phone calls and having these conversations with these ladies on the phone and saying hey I really want you to come to empower and I really you know those conver- that's been the best part that's awesome I yeah and like the genuine like because a lot of times, like for a lot of them, I've called them on zoom like this. And, and so I could, you know, see them and talk to them yeah. this way. Um, but yeah, it's the most rewarding. Cause you can see, it feels good to be able to like, you know, real help let someone else realize that someone else believes in you because it, it I think it goes a long way and we're all obviously all like trying to make it in this crazy world or this crazy business. And I was in that in those same shoes and all it just took is like a Jeff Jarrett to call me and say he believed in me enough to let me do this or whatever the case may be and so yeah that's that's the cool thing and then the cup yeah that's
0: <laughs> now I no. can't wait to see this cup
2: no it's
4: gonna be beautiful it's gonna be amazing um it's just uh, you know there's always like the weird there's always like the weirdest things that you that what what happened there um <laughs> Wow. Sorry, my
1: to... camera for some reason shut off. I don't it's think it's fine. Charged... I'm
4: not judging you.
1: This is my son's one of his friends when he was sure. a kid. His name is, his name is Chippy's brother. <laughs>
0: yeah. This is fall this is a falling apart really fast over here. No, here we go. <laughs> I switched I switched
1: switch to my MacBook camera. We're good. Yep. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's
0: all right. <laughs> you mentioned yeah, the crazy so... the crazy business um at Mickey James on Twitter, the Mickey James on Instagram. Uh you are an entertaining follow on twitter
4: i'm I'm very entertaining
0: um i have I, a good sense of humor yeah do you think big pussy's going back to the sopranos
4: i don't know didn't he die
0: i haven't did he get killed off you know my wife recently watched all the sopranos and i kind of was in and out of her binge watching and i don't really yeah. remember all that much of it I yeah think the, only, I was,
1: the only two that survived were paulie and and tony but then tony got off so paulie might be the only one that's left right
4: Paulie's the only one yeah because he died
1: yeah I I couldn't believe,
4: you know I, I think i'm funny you know everything's lighthearted over here no, i thought look, he, with you. i thought he resembled the gentleman i thought it was funny
0: i thought it was hysterical
4: doesn't he look <laughs> just like him
0: yes but the,
4: am i being crazy i thought it was like god they look, they're like total brothers no maybe, it's hysterical
0: but nobody nobody clicks the video or gets it the content so i don't as a public figure, how do you deal with the nonsensical bullshit that goes <laughs> on on social media?
4: Oh, because they're not Soprano fans, you're saying?
0: Because it just, everyone takes everything so serious on the everyone internet. Everyone takes
4: everything literally. And
0: it goes right over their heads. They don't get
4: the Archasm joke. doesn't translate. Um, well? a lot. Well, at all. No, a lot of things don't translate. You know, so humor. Humor doesn't translate a lot. You know, I, I thought thought, it was I'd hilarious. say, I thought, I thought it was hilarious. It popped me. It popped me to the point that when I landed, I was still laughing. Like I was still like, <laughs> <laughs> they Girl. look just like, I thought it was funny, but I'm like, well, if you don't think this is funny, then you probably shouldn't follow me because this is my sense of humor right here. This is, this is what you're getting here. You
2: have to live to pop yourself.
4: Well, I'm I just thinking. felt like people took it literally as if I was calling him that word which was not the case no i was just saying he looks like this gentleman (laughs) yes absolutely
0: no people just they take it way too seriously yeah like they need
4: to go back and watch sopranos it was a hell of a hell of a series groundbreaking
0: what's your favorite show what's the mickey james what can you watch like there's nothing on t when you find time because i know you're a very busy woman what's like the mickey james go-to
5: oh god
4: my i've gone through well so my new guilty pleasure is lucifer and please my husband hates the movie
0: my wife just finished that series and i'm like what is this it's he (laughs) says it's horrible it is
4: terrible that i'm like yeah but he's the devil and he's british babe he's british He's devilishly handsome you know, Yeah. until oh, you the, can you know, see that there's here's the angels, devil, there's demons, there's all these other things. I'm into it. Okay. I like it. I get it. I, I just like it.
0: I'm like, what are you watching? And they then like, he, he's like, looks like me. And then like, he goes behind a bush and then he looks like a burn victim. He's the devil, ah, yeah. his brother, but he's living in a human body.
4: Brothers, the angel. They're all angels because he was an angel too. If you remember correctly. I, yeah. And then he goes, Nick goes. Uh, he's got a terrible accent. I was like, I think he's actually British. I don't think he's putting on an accent. It's horrible. Horrible. I can't do a British accent, so don't. Mine is I, I sound Australian.
0: Oh, nice. You know what? I don't. I am fascinated by the pe- the guy that plays House. He's like super British, but he does the English like you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Hugh Laurie. That's his name.
4: Yeah. Brits are actually pretty good at doing American accents. It's us Americans that struggle with the British accent.
0: We right. often
3: come
2: up as like Australian ish. Yeah, this like of. weird weird New yeah. Zealand hybrid yeah. sounding yeah. thing. It's yeah. Horrible. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> Man.
0: I I have one more question for you, Miss James. I
4: thought you were gonna try a British accent right there for a second. No oh, no that, oh, I can do like
2: right, right, oh, we got boy, Crikey. We got very Australian. You so <laughs> like a crocodile hunter,
0: dude. Right. Yeah. Nice Toy and crumpets for you, ma'am.
2: Australian. Yes. You sound Terrible. like you should be wrestling Terrible. a crocodile.
0: Terrible. I'm it's the next. World. I You're will be
2: high tea with the crocodiles.
0: I'll be outback. back not a knife. <laughs> This is a knife. I'll be outback Jack 2021. There you go. Look out, Bring people. it back. Uh, what was I gonna? Oh. CM Punk's return from a fan's perspective. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, how incredible! How great I, is that for the wrestling? Oh, uh,
4: incredible. It was very it was awesome for wrestling. Again, I didn't see the whole thing. I was obviously, I was again, I was at the Astronomicon.
0: What's an Astronomicon? It's a
4: con. It was my first Comic Con back of, of doing any Comic Cons. It was my first, it was outside of Detroit. Um, it had a lot of things. Mick Foley was there. We were side by side. So, again, oh, yes. I watched most of this stuff during social media. And, um, uh, but I, we'd already heard cause there'd been some teasing about him coming back, coming back. And I was like, hmm, I wonder. And I was like, well, he might, you know, I think that it was pretty perfect. I thought it was pretty perfect. I yeah, thought hometown, uh, something completely different. I thought that, uh, he owned it and he's a star and he's always been a star. And I think, uh, to see how much passion and see, the fans react the way they did. From you know, the guy that was crying, like even Punk was crying. They did a close up of his face where he was like, "And I've cried in the ring because we love this business so much." And I always say it's it's the hardest part about this business is love is you love it so much and it'll never love you back the way you love it. It never will. You know, the fans like fans will love you, and and for the most part, they're they're very loyal. But fans kind of come and go, and. But you always have this passion and this love for the business, but it's a very um, one-sided relationship for the most part, you know? Uh, But to see him have that magic and have that moment with the fans and to have that, it was just awesome. And it was just really, really cool to see it. And it kind of get goosebumps and it makes you want to cry about wrestling. And I love that.
0: (laughs) I think there's going to – oh, sorry, Tony. I didn't mean to cut you off. But I think there's going to be lots of magic and lots of moments this Saturday night and Sunday at NWA Empowered. NWA 73, especially when Booger Eater loses. He's going to be crying. He's going to snot everywhere. It's going to be – I hope your grandmother can make tons of the doilies. So All can the just, doilies. He can just yeah. wipe his nasty face with them. as your husband oh, stands wow. there with with Sweet Charlotte, the champion, the reigning, defending yeah. NWA right world champion. Right
4: on his snotty nose.
0: Yeah, because – <laughs> could you imagine – look, you're a mom, right? You, a kids – look, I was a kid. I put boogers on everything, right? Ew. Ew. What is? What are you going to do when you're the NWA world champion and you got boogers on the belt?
4: Yeah, what are you going to do when all these boogers run wild over you? Brother. I can't. <laughs> i not.
1: What if he comes back? What if he loses and he comes back in a yellow mask as the yellow booger? Ew.
4: <laughs> this are
3: so gross. Give me well, the is it's not running. happening. That's disgusting. history. Trevor
4: a gentleman. I've never seen him eat a booger in my whole life.
0: Well, he's not going to do it in front of people.
4: I don't. I hope not
1: yeah like he's not walking in knuckle deep in his knot, well, i feel
4: like booger eaters are kind of like they're i feel like normal booger eaters they've just forgotten that they just do it and they just kind of do it as if it's a normal thing
0: fair enough i can see i that. don't
4: think that they pick and choose their moments of like oh nobody's <laughs> around now so i'm going to pick, a booger. I saw
0: they pick right their there.
4: moments i, I mean, mean they, they pick them literally
2: <laughs> pick their moments
3: <laughs>
5: so,
2: uh, on the line with nicky james talking about boogers this
0: is wow this is why i love this is why i love what we do that is going
2: wild right now uh
0: mickey i know you're a busy woman we don't want to keep you much longer uh nwa empowered and the 73rd anniversary show this weekend fight tv uh bundles 40 bucks will be the best 40 bucks you're going to spend and it's you're going to get tons of wrestling this weekend. and you're going to get introduced yeah. to tons of of wonderful uh, wrestling talent on Saturday night. You're going to get to see some historic stuff, NWA tag titles, that Mildred Burke championship, if you're a belt mark like Tony is, because I know you appreciate those things, Tony. Yeah. It's going to be an awesome reveal. Uh, you and Thank Kylie uh, at the 73rd anniversary show, and that show is stacked too. Um, Camille and Legit Layla, or Camille, excuse me, Camille or Legit will face the winner of the invitational. Come on, Nelly. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Nelly. So
4: that's just kind of interesting because we don't know what that women's championship is gonna that women's championship match on 73 is gonna look like. Uh, but yeah, I mean that title could potentially switch hands twice in like two days.
1: National champion Chris Adonis taking on James Storm. Yeah, I'm excited. James Storm back. coming back. Aaron yeah. Stevens and Kratos against La Rebellion. That's a big title match. A lot of dissension between the champs.
4: Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. It's going to be so good. and there's going to be a pre-show, and there's matches on the pre-show, and there's a fan fest that's there in St. Louis at the Chase as well. And I think that they're going to be doing matches, some matches during the fan fest as well. And we got the Bushlight Lounge now, which is a whole another thing, bougie, you know. So, so I have
1: I have to ask for Matt's sake: Will Dory Funk be there with his whip?
4: With his whip, maybe. I don't
0: know. Oh, he no. was at the 70th anniversary show and he they were was, like, Yeah, they he were like, tech- Yeah, he was doing the whip at the ringside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bold, that's bold to be there yeah. with your whip. It is pretty bold. At I, ringside. The- I couldn't look. I I did
4: um, the Dory Funk Dojo. I've done a couple. I did two of them, the Dory Funk Dojo, and I was amazed then. And then the last time I saw Dory, he was still getting in the ring with these kids and like would uh, lock up with them and kind of like work with them. And I was so impressed because I remember he would do this thing from the corner to the corner to the corner where you would have to roll, slap the turnbuckle, and then you had to jump and turn into him like this at all four corner. And he would meet you there, and I was like, (gasps) ha, like this. But it, I this is like one of those like odd memories that it's just I forever will turn and see Dory's face right there when I turn because it's just I've never forgotten it, it was so and it, even when I went back the second time when I did the dojo the second time and we went through some of the same drills and it was my favorite drill I don't know why I think because you just turn and he's there and he's like huh.
0: it was cool. That's amazing. I love that. It's
4: so silly, but it's like every time I do, whenever I've done those drills and I've shown up, always been like, Dory.
1: Might <laughs> see him on Sunday.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna am gonna roll him in there and have him do it with me, <laughs> just for <laughs> nostalgia.
0: <laughs> you mentioned Ric Flair. Any other? Any? Can we expect any other? Uh, any surprises? Any uh, anything up the sleeve? Well, I hope so. Well, so- if I told you, it wouldn't be a surprise, would it? Fair enough. <laughs> Don't ring the bell, you dick. <laughs> I don't
1: ring the bell. That was on point. That was a great answer. <laughs> yeah,
0: Rick Flair, Rick Flair in the NWA. It's like That's pe- pretty huge. peanut butter and That's jelly. Huge. It's a no brainer.
4: It is. Quit it. What's your
0: um, What's your, do- your doggy's name?
4: Her name is Pixie Peabody. Um, Hi, Pixie. AKA Satan. Oh. Uh, okay. Oh, hi, Pixie
2: Peabody. I love when dogs have
3: full names. It's yeah, so she
4: has a Twitter account and I got it started when she uh, was a puppy. And then I realized that I can't even keep a hold of, like, I can't really keep my own Instagram up to date. So to keep hers up to date too was a lot. Uh, so uh, yeah, I just posted a first picture in like months on there for her. So well, there you She's go. Go follow it. Pixie Peabody. Pixie Peabody. <laughs> yeah. She might be more entertaining than me. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Yeah. I think I think you're pretty funny. So,
4: yeah, I maybe I should just make her an alias where she can just kind of like you know, rib I'd everybody. Yeah, just kind of say <laughs> whatever she wants. Bark, bark orders.
3: There bark up
4: everybody's <laughs> tree.
3: There's you know. No. Oh. <laughs>
0: Mickey, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, so fun. Uh, at Mickey yeah, James awesome. on Twitter, the Mickey James on Instagram. Nelly, come on, we'll say, say bye,
1: bye, Barney James. <laughs> uh,
0: this weekend, NWA Empowered, NWA seventy third so anniversary Thank show. You. Thank you.
1: Oh, Nelly, come on. Nelly. She's really doing it. Nelly, this is the go home cue. Get out of here. Can't
4: help it. She said so <laughs> She's like, if this is the only time I get loving, it's I've not though. Demand it.
0: It's not. It and the no other choice can't yeah, heal me. The other one, I don't know where Trixie is, but she's just as worse. Yeah. So yeah the, just as worse? Just as, <laughs>
2: Matt doesn't talk well.
0: English is not my forte. It's not my best. <laughs> All best. right. <laughs> right we'll cheerio. Cheerio. Uh, probably shouldn't be doing a podcast because I can't speak the language, but whatever. <laughs> Trixie is just as bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then just M- as worse. Just as worse. That's the name of the episode, <laughs> Mickey James. Just as worse. Just
4: as worse. Uh, just as worse as remembered. And then,
0: no, you are fantastic. Uh, Muda, <laughs> Muda. We have to keep Muda downstairs because he's a boy and he don't like the girls, and he's an old cranky oh. man. So we oh, keep I, the I, girls that's up here.
2: That the cats. It's terrible. <laughs> you know, she,
0: she's like, I got, I got better things to do than listen to this guy talk about his goddamn cats. Uh, <laughs>
2: That's a yes. She's You're a le- like the crazy <laughs> cat man. She's a legend.
1: hundred yep. percent.
0: And we're talking about boogers and cats. There it is. And yeah. N- NWA empowered. The most important no thing here. Mickey, yeah. before we let you go, is there anything you want to leave the fans with?
4: Oh uh, man. No, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been so supportive of my career thus far and moving forward, who have been amazing, you know, and talking about empower and all the things to come and what I'm trying to do. Um, And who's coming to St. Louis, it means a lot to me. Everyone who's ordered on Fight TV, thank you so much. I love you. I want to hear what you think. Um, And if you haven't ordered yet, please go order because it would mean a lot to me. Um, Because, yeah, because I'm working real hard on it. And I put a lot of eggs in this basket, so I would appreciate it. So they don't
2: get scrambled,
4: you know?
1: (laughs) I I remember years ago finding women's extreme wrestling DVD. Oh, God. And God help me, you, as a young wrestler, were the bright spot of that collection. Thank you. I support
4: you' torture doing those shows.
1: I, I mean, I did want to bring it up. I just, I just want to put in perspective that I've been following your career from that Thank long, you. and you've always impressed from your, from your match at WrestleMania with Trish, which I thought was a phenomenal off the charts. The heat that you got in that match was amazing.
4: Thank you. But where you
1: are now. You've just continued to impress for all these years. I appreciate. Thank you that. for everything you've done. It's no, been- you're
4: amazing. And I always, I actually had a lot of fun times at those women extreme wrestling. It was just different. It was a different time, and like that was what I'm talking about. Like women weren't training to be wrestlers, and I was one of the few women that were training. And I got to, I always made sure I was wrestling wrestlers on those shows because I'm like, if I'm going to drive to Froggy's Bar in Dover, Delaware, and have to endure all of these things, I'm going to wrestle Riptide, or I'm going to wrestle someone that is going to make me better.
1: And thank you for doing that.
4: No, it was awesome. It was a good time. Dan Coal, sound guy. Still sound guy.
2: <laughs> well, I wish sound I had something nice to say. Sound guy, I still
3: hate you. No, no. <laughs>
2: well, I'm as a as a women's wrestling fan and a female wrestling fan, a fan of women's wrestling and a female wrestling fan, I can't tell you enough how much it meant to me that I actually get to sit here and talk to Mickey oh. James at all. I'm, it means <laughs> the absolute world. And this, oh. uh, I'm actually substituting for someone who got stuck in Boston on this podcast. So yeah, I am thankful for the hurricane because this rules for me yes. selfishly. <laughs> you so appreciate that. yeah, they can stay in Boston. Stay in Boston, Kevin. No one yeah. cares. He's, I it.
0: Look, I, I, I would love to, he's in the queue. Do you just want to let oh. him come in and say hello to Mickey before she goes yeah, we... um
2: well i just don't you know it'd be so funny if you signed off as he comes in like at the exact moment please click out the second that he comes in <laughs> oh, oh it's breaking up oh god, it's, it's breaking up. Oh, god. <laughs>
4: oh, oh i heard you're in some some rough water over there you okay
6: who's that you
4: <laughs>
6: oh no i'm in great water my water's no. fine
4: Okay, good. Oh well, you had a hurricane?
6: Oh, no, yeah, up in Boston, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a
4: crazy thing to think that they're not really equipped to handle a hurricane. I don't know when the last time Boston ever had a hurricane.
6: I'll tell you when it was, because I was Go there ahead. for that one, too.
2: <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Hur- what do you do to Boston?
6: Hurricane Bob, 1992. Oh. Uh, I was in Cape Cod 30 years ago. Wait, there was a hurricane named Bob? Oh, oh yeah. Bob. They did, the, yeah. they did the real deal with the names back then.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we, we've got Henri. Oh, you like angry. <laughs> you know?
6: Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Henri. Can, can, yeah. can you pick a more pretentious name for a storm? <laughs> Kevin Mom. is a comedian, by the way. <laughs> the, all yes. Right. I don't want to ruin the, the, the flow of the interview. I just want to uh, show my face and say hi to you. Mickey well, James. hello. Well,
4: I'm glad you're okay in the hurricane. Yeah.
6: yeah yeah good
5: there
0: you go. Kevin oh, do you, go Kevin can you do a British accent for Mickey James because
4: we yeah, all can you, how's your British accent
6: oh well you know it's okay you know uh, giblets. you sound
2: like a valley girl giblets to- you know? <laughs> <laughs>
4: giblets
6: franks and beans
4: franks and beans
6: to
1: answer your question Mickey no he can't do yeah. it <laughs>
5: <bad. laughs> so okay.
0: we all failed at the
6: at the uh
5: Hello. Hello. <laughs> Cheerio. That's oh, it. There you go.
6: Jim Chere, Mary Poppins.
4: I did. I was a huge Mary Poppins fan. And I thought out of that, that I would be able to speak, you know, with a British accent forever, but it did not work out for me. So
1: yeah.
5: right.
0: I think you, uh I think you did. I think it worked out for you in other fields though. I think you're yeah, doing okay. It's all right. I'm
1: yeah. doing okay. Yeah.
0: I think he's doing it right. She's yeah. doing fantastic. <laughs> She's.
4: Uh, Do you want his number?
0: Yes, please.
4: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: That'd be fantastic if you don't mind. <laughs> Mickey, it's been an absolute pleasure. I hope great. you had a good time. We're super Thank excited you. for this weekend. And Thank uh you anytime so you wanna come back on and talk about cats and boogers and I got lots of horse questions. I did like a I run a food truck here in Jersey and I did like a horse a horse show.
4: Okay. It was and, going uh, taking a bad
0: turn. No, no, okay. and it just you know it seems it seems like <laughs> I a lot. The same
1: thing. I thought. Yeah, I'm like.
0: <laughs> no, 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 Mister Hand here. Um, no. <laughs> come <laughs> oh, on, Nellie, no. what are you doing? I just got. It seems like a lot to take care of a horse. It is. You got to brush them and you got to feed them and you got to, the horseshoe yeah. thing. Like, it seems like it hurts, but people are like no, it doesn't hurt. I don't know.
4: It's like your fingernails.
0: Yeah, but when you like,
4: what's up? Oh, we got a run in.
0: We gotta got to run in. Come get mommy! It's time to we're done here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's dinner time.
0: Is is uh, that the hands-
1: is that the handsome fella that's in the Nick Aldis action figure commercials?
2: Sure is. <laughs> uh, we got a celebrity uh, tonight. Uh, oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well,
0: well, thank you awesome. again. We'll t- no, hopefully thank
4: you. This was so fun. I really appreciate it, and I, uh, I appreciate you guys. Um, putting over in power and stuff so well we're very excited as well except for any if it has anything to do with boogers
0: or. (laughs) well hopefully your husband can take care of that sunday night
4: i hope so
0: so do i because i look with all due respect it'd be a black eye for the nwa if the booger eater was the champion when we (laughs) look when we do picks i'm picking nick aldis we pick the pay-per-views on this show mickey i'm taking nick to retain i'll be devastated Devastated. You
4: will be devastated,
0: yeah. Me and Nelly, we're going on a, a hunger strike.
4: Boy, Cotton, you're going on a hunger strike. I need to oh, do
0: something to, to to trim down.
4: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, don't put Nelly on a hunger strike then, because she'll eat your face when you're sleeping, and then that would be bad.
0: That's a
6: great, great point.
3: Yes. Very good
0: point. <laughs> Mickey James, everyone. <laughs> At Mickey James on Twitter. The Mickey James on Instagram. Give her a follow. Thank Support you. NWA. Empower this Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Fight TV. Get the bundle package with the 73rd anniversary show. It's wrestling the way it was meant to be. Oh, I uh, love it. It's not all bells and whistles and bullshit. It's wrestling the way it meant it's meant to be. That's-
4: wrestling, baby. Yeah, I love it. We
0: awesome. love you, Mickey. Thank you again. Enjoy the rest yes. of your night.
4: Thank you. Good night, Mickey. Have Thanks. Nice All right. Bye. Hey, mom. Yeah, Bob.
1: Mickey James, everyone. All right, guys. What did you guys talk about? Boogers, uh, boogers and cat butts. <laughs> as usual.
2: The cat butts. A little bit about NWA, but the most important thing was we circled back around on the boogers.
6: I jumped in the Facebook chat and my brother said, I saw my brother post like, boogers and buttholes that's the name of the show
2: <laughs> well butthole is a dead giveaway that it's the cat right i mean come on oh yeah true
6: I mean, true that's a good point ah That's
2: taxes and nelly's butthole that's the <laughs> certainties <teeth> in life
6: <laughs> hardcore buttholes she was fantastic She's was
0: awesome. she good? Something, I
1: about, something i learned about the mevo during that apparently it's not charged up plugged into your laptop so it wound up dying about an hour
6: So there's that. Uh, She was very generous with her time, I guess, eh? She was.
2: Yeah, she gave us like an hour.
0: Yeah, we were. An hour.
6: (laughs) We were flowing. She was unbelievable. That's awesome. Awesome. I can't wait to listen to it. Oh, such a fun. Yeah, I'm so
2: glad you were late. It's awesome. I got to sit in.
6: (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? Kate again?
2: I'm taking over. I said I'm like on a Brock Lesnar deal. I don't come around that often, but when I do, I'm making, <laughs> making
0: moves.
1: So yeah, Matt, what hurricane welcome. are you going to be stuck in next week? It's your turn to have a week off for Kate to replace you.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you, no hurricanes for me. Well. Oh, well, you obviously you're back though, Kevin. So uh, everything worked out, right?
6: Yeah, for the most part. Little, a little turbulent flight, but it was uh it was good. <laughs> It was great. It was, it was, it it was uh, well worth it. Obviously missing Mickey James stunk and stinks. And I can't believe it happened. Stunk. But... Stink. Stink. Sting. It stinks. stinks. But what are you going to do? It's but, nothing I could have controlled her.
0: I think it went really well. And I think there's definitely a possibility that we could get her back on. Cause I think she had a really good time. Otherwise she wouldn't have stayed on for an hour.
6: Yeah. Oh, uh, it looks like you guys had fun. And if the little bit that I had here at the end is any indication, uh, it seems like she had a great time, so well done. Just
2: make gentlemen. sure you have her on again when Kevin's at some Like, next time she's on, make sure it's around, like, a major action figure situation so that I can come
6: on. Yeah, how about, what, like, tomorrow, Kate? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why? What's going on tomorrow? Is there more figures tomorrow?
6: Nah, there's a show in Newark. A Russell Pro show in Newark tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow? On a yeah.
0: Tuesday?
6: Yeah. Where's it at? Uh, I don't know. It's at some it's like rec hall.
2: Things for, like, the city of newark
6: yeah it's like it's to bring some, like, people together or something sports like that
2: complex thing
6: yeah i didn't know about it till kate told me about it wow i thought they were going to alaska t- this week the next day they're flying out oh
1: i guess because they figured they're going to be in newark they're going to the airport they might as well make a day out
6: let's of it let's see who's on it we got follow we got uh hawkins friend myers we, we got cheeseburger we got lsg we got Hot dog Starks, you got Justin Carino. I think that's Mimi. Is that Mimi? That's right, you're a good (laughs) personal friend,
1: Kev. I'm glad you came back at the point that you did.
6: Yeah, I I feel like I'm tanking the show right
1: now. (laughs) No, it's fine because you know what? We got so much more to talk about. We got returns, we got pay per views, we got picks to cover. But Kev, the reason why I'm happy you're here. It's because I need you to tell everybody what we always say about this time, my friend. Back after this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you can combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support The Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us that's a win-win in my book so from now on when you shop at amazon go to amazon.shiningwizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the shining wizards because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens and because of the crisis which is even now developing this radio station will remain on the air day and night this station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments.
5: What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week we bring you a fist full of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pits. your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Brea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live every week on RantEMradio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, Network.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin.
0: If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack de-platform us.
5: And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network.
1: Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Journey is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades. Pop in your VHS and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us.
5: WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody.
1: Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury.
5: What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network, where three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh?
2: Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast
4: like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10:15 p.m. on rantemradio.com and Facebook
2: Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us
3: join the mark order podcast
2: follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok at mark order pod
4: and on facebook.com slash mark order pod don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the mark order because if you don't find us we will find
5: you good morning good afternoon good evening
6: and good night my name is thomas and what's your name uh i'm alan Alan. Oh, oh yeah yeah
1: we're brothers
6: You spell it with a K. what so Take it easy.
1: Yes.
0: Hello. Hey. All, right. All right. It's time to support, to plug those that support us on our Patreon. It's time
6: to support those who plug us.
0: Sorry, I was queuing up a cover, cover of this, so maybe we don't get a copyright strike. Um, If you're enjoying our show If you enjoyed the Mickey James interview If you enjoyed uh, Brian Clark A.K.A. Adam Baum Roxy uh, Dak Draper Eric Young um, Trisha Dora Dora, uh, Any of our past guests um, And you want to support us on Patreon Go over to our Patreon Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast For as little as $1 a month You can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling podcast Um, Kathy Hummer the queen of the shining wizards Manny Kratso the king of the shining wizards Danny and Anthony Russinello the AOP of the SWP Ryan Arthur over at elementary.com elementary brewing here in Hackensack New Jersey Uh, they're available all not all but most local uh, shop rights and such that's right Uh, Sean Toe Sean Calejo Ryan
1: Schlong
0: uh, Brett Simonello what do you
1: hear? What do you say?
0: Uh, Kate the Great Hensler over at On Deck IC, nice Fightful, Mark Order Podcast. Uh, if you don't know Kate by now, shame on you. Uh, Matt oh, Garif- Kate from
1: Fight Club, you mean?
0: Kate from Fight Club, yes. Matt Garifo, uh, No Relationship to the K, J, G. Uh, nice. Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, Scott Drinkmore, uh, Jay Cop, the big cop Pump from the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Uh, Thomas Copps, the Mott Spock, uh, Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, the Bergman, the LeBron James of Patel Elite figure collecting, Kerry Cowling, Brendan Haney, and uh, his pal, Antonio Horseman, makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com, Mr. William Mercier,
6: Jr. Ooh, this is going to feel so good. Lives are going to be... In William Mercier's hands, you know what I mean? We know what you mean, Kev,
1: absolutely.
6: Oh, boys and girls, it feels so good to be with you. An hour late, a dollar short, but I'm here and I love it. Well, let's talk you, some wrestling yeah there's a
0: ton to talk about and obviously uh we didn't get into it before mickey james joined us because i think this is going to be a big conversation but friday night what's up tony
6: you're leaning i was in gonna
1: there. say the biggest news of the day you mentioned it saturday night becky lynch the man is
6: back oh yeah and brock lesnar too
1: your brand new smackdown women's champion
6: that's big news what about, not, that, what about kaylee ray in nxt that's huge news
1: dude Fucking Brock Lesnar came back and tossed Cena around like a rag doll. He wants the tribal chief.
6: That's right.
2: I can't Come think on, of bro. anything more significant than that. Ben. No, Sorry.
6: no, there wasn't because there wasn't anything.
2: Especially oh my- like on a personal level.
6: No. Okay. That's right.
0: Are you all? Look, I I appreciate everybody <laughs> on Twitter. I appreciate the groups that, that the Shining Wizards Wrestling podcast is, the retweets, the likes. It's 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 inevitable, people. The biggest fucking return of the week, the biggest return of the goddamn year, biggest return in a Ugh. while happened Friday night. Tony's crushing those Trulies. That he, Kevin, he did not do one during the Mickey James interview. That's um, all that matters.
2: God, uh, <laughs> <you're> disgusting gashes.
0: <laughs> um, the the first dance. AW dynamite or AW rampage, excuse me. You didn't um, even
1: notice uh, I had my inner circle shirt on tonight. What yeah. does that have to do with anything? I'm an AW fan. Uh-huh. Woo! I... I'm becoming.
2: I've become.
6: I've become. One more time, Tony. I've become. i
2: Wait, and all we want to talk about is CM Punk, and by we, I mean me for the rest of my life. <laughs>
0: Man, no!
6: What? Listen! Kate, what a moment, Kate! You weren't alone. Listen, I was. I literally just got back to my hotel room just in time for like the, the little, little bit of a pause and the entrance. And listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm 38 years old. I'm a man, guys. I'm a man, right? I'm a man. I cried. Ah, I cried, dude. I cried. Now wait, like,
1: Kate. Before we get your take. You were talking Wednesday that, or no, last week that you were going to have Ryan drive you home. So you would like, what, what happened? Like, did yeah. you make it home on time? So yeah.
2: I, I got a hotel for the night. Cause I was also going to jump on fightful. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, well, if I'm going to get a hotel, I might as well go tonight too. Cause I'm already going to be in Philly. So Michael. went to the ROH show. We did leave early. What, uh, uh
0: what match did you leave during? um
2: we left between matches i think we left right after or no we left during the street fight clusterfuck with Deppin and (laughs) everybody um uh so we left during that and we got back to the hotel i i wish you could have seen it i literally had the tv on and turned to the channel in case we were like coming in like i was so prepared to run in there but we got there with a couple minutes to spare. And I was like, I hope I don't regret leaving the ROH show. Like, I'm pretty sure with what this meant to me as a wrestling fan and a person and um, the way it was going to happen. I was like, I feel like it's going to happen at the top of the show because otherwise people are going to chant for him the entire, the
6: entire show. The entire show. A you FM have to. Chant. 100% right.
2: Rip the bandaid off immediately. Right. And then. uh yeah, I mean I was really really taken aback by how emotional he was and like how excited it seemed like he was to be back in pro wrestling and the I mean the, the pop was just fucking insane. And there were a couple times where I turned to Ryan and I was like this is this is bonkers, right? Like this is incredible. This isn't just me being a mark. He was like no, no. this is great. Like this, this is incredible. It felt healthy for wrestling. It felt very Go ahead, it's, Kevin.
6: It's it's a needle mover. It's the game changer. It's everything, every cliche you want to put on it. It's the biggest return. It's a guy who said he was done. And for seven years or however long it was, he committed to that. But now he's back at a different place that deserves him. Like, it deserves CM Punk. It deserves these moments. And they're going to keep coming, man. I'm telling you, CM Punk, Man, and what this means for the current roster, I don't know, but like, man, CM Punk is just going to be, God, that's just like, how many times did you, have you watched it since Kate?
2: I honestly, I think I've watched it like three times. Cause I was, I watched it when it was happening, obviously. right? And I like, I was still like pretty stunned by it and like kind of frozen. And then like, once he was done talking, I like got really emotional And then I watched it again the next morning and was like a mess again. And then I watched it one more time. So I could just like appreciate it. But I also was like, I I was, I had to jump on Fightful after. And I was like, I have to be a person. Oh no, no, no. Be a Mark. I mean, I I was, but I was like, I still have to intend, like intelligently talk about this a little bit. So, um, but I mostly was a mess they fielded the actually having insights about things because I was a disaster but like the I it just seemed like he did a really good job of being incredibly authentic and it wasn't like the I have a chip on my shoulder thing like the words he was using, like I couldn't get well in the place that made me sick was just like such a beautiful way to phrase that I felt like everything he, yeah. coming from ring of honor and then hearing him put over ring of honor on television was like such a cool thing. Um, I loved what he said if he you, used their verbiage, right? He was saying I left professional wrestling for yeah. sports entertainment, essentially. Right. And, um, like, I just, it all felt so sincere. The stuff with the ice cream bars, is just fucking awesome. Like, if you saw it online today, he paid for it out of his own pocket because he wanted to give everybody an ice cream bar. Like, what a fun thing to, like, leave them with. Um, I just felt like it was such a, a sincere moment. And then, like, watching it back the other two times, like, all of the feelings from, like, when I was 24 and seeing him the first time, like, have an impact on, like, coming out of adolescence, Kate, like all of that came rushing back. That was really cool. So. And
6: if if you equate it to like a sports, like post-game press uh, press conference, he said all the right things. Like he said all the right things that make you believe in him again and believe that it's going to be fine. And he's okay. He's in a good place. Now he's in a great place now company and internally he's in a great place. And it's uh I'm telling you right now, like I'm not I've never been a huge CM Punk guy. I've liked them, you know, this and that. But this is this is a moment that you'll always remember where you were when CM Punk showed up in AEW, Matt.
0: Very interested to see what our resident AEW expert Tony has to say about this. <laughs>
6: um
1: I enjoyed it. It was everything it needed to be. Uh, Shut Up Excalibur was not just a Twitter handle. I'm thankful that nobody on commentary opened their mouth for any of this because I know a lot of people were pissed off when Malachi Black debuted that they just couldn't shut up. So I'm glad they shut up for CM Punk. Top of the hour was perfect timing. The ice cream bar. It's like, I didn't think about it until Jim Cornette said it. Jim Cornette absolutely loved this, by the way. He's like, it wasn't, he said it wasn't the way I would have booked it, but it was so much better. So to get praise like that from Jim Cornette is just insane. But he, he was, he made a smart, uh, when he described at the end with the ice cream bars, like right away, I thought, okay, he always wanted the ice cream bars. It's perfect. But he also said it was an Andy Kaufman kind of thing to do where it was like, Oh, I'm going to treat everybody to milk and cookies. Come down the street. We're going to go somewhere. It's fucking, it was just so, so over the top. It was so great. It also
2: like, uh, I didn't find out till today. He used like a locally sourced ice cream bar place. Yes. And he had been talking to them for like two years about how to ramp up that many fifteen thousand ice cream bars from like this local shop or whatever. Um, and he, he had actually said the Andy Kaufman thing in in that media scrum that he did after and said, uh Okay. I think when John Lester left, he like bought a whole bar, uh, a beer. He just thinks that's like a cool thing in sports when, when an athlete's leaving a town or coming back or whatever, when they just like do something like that. So that was really cool and a special moment. And a couple other things that came out of that press scrum that I didn't even think about, which is of course, like part of his insistent denial over the past seven years of I'm not coming back to pro wrestling. Hasn't just been WWE. He mentioned like how many times people have come to him with, Hey, I have money in TV. Hey, I have money in TV. Like he was like, I've gotten so many offers. And he was like, guess how many of them actually came true? One (laughs) W. And he also said, he was like, there was just no way I was coming back to an empty arena either. So he had said that, like he had been talking to Tony Khan for a year and a half, but he he doesn't need to come back right so he was gonna take the wait and see approach he wasn't coming back during the pandemic he was going to see if this thing had legs at all or if it was gonna fold and he wanted to make sure it was a brand that he was excited to come back to because if not he he doesn't need to he's a multimillionaire, right so um but i didn't even think about how many times he was probably getting calls of like Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reboot. He said ECW was the one that people always said, we're gonna reboot ECW and we've got TV and we've got money. And he was like, and of course nobody did. Like, none of them have panned out.
6: Wait, wait, are we talking about a a reboot? A, a, a reboot? Oh, everybody's,
2: everybody's rebooting ECW and then it never goes through, right? So, um... I I didn't even think about that. Like how many people probably told him like, Hey, if you come back, we've got TV and money. And he was like, fucking nobody did. But like, he had to constantly be denying that he wasn't coming back to pro wrestling because he was constantly getting offers that never came to fruition. So that was part of the timing of it all. And Kevin, what you said about like these moments in AEW, I turned to Ryan after that. And I was like, they still have Daniel Bryan. Like, yeah. this is going to be fucking insane. When they got, they,
6: they, they still got stuff in their pocket. Yeah. So, so
2: it's going to be wild, but what a special moment. And like, I don't know. I, I said it a few times, like it made me feel like a kid and I didn't even watch wrestling as a kid. Like, what, what do you do with that? Like, how, how does that even happen? Like, it was such a nostalgic moment, but also a very rooted in real time moment. It was just the coolest shit ever from uh, someone who was like a, a supermarket and to your guys's point, like it was a perfect segment. I love that. He clarified immediately. Like I'm fighting Darby Allen at all out. He's not going to be near the title picture. We know when he's going to wrestle first, it's going to be at all out. It's going to be against Darby, which I think is so smart because he hasn't been in a ring in seven and a half years so why not have this guy who can bump like fucking crazy for you be your first opponent he's their biggest star that's not holding a title right now they're both straight edge they both have very real um family alcoholic stories tied to them like they can ramp this up in two weeks with promos in a second and he even said in the media scrum that he was like if i was a kid darby allen would be my favorite wrestler in the world so that's how i decided who i wanted to fight coming in which i thought was really cool and made so much sense so um but i just like the the clarity like he's not gonna be running around after omega going into all out like this is what's happening um and he said he wanted to put over young talent and that's what he's going to do from the beginning. So
0: did, did, how long did it take you to order the new shirt?
2: I, I couldn't, it kept crashing whenever I tried to log on. So I'm going to, I'm going to log on here. Tonight, here's hopefully. a, here's
0: a fun question for you. The CM Punk shirt is now the h- highest selling design, uh, in less than 72 hours on pro wrestling. T's breaking the record. Do you know what t-shirt it broke?
3: Was
1: hey, it previous? See- I head. read this. I know the answer. I think it's bullshit because Why? hasn't there been, hasn't there been like forty five guys that have broken the record in the past year?
6: Yeah, like Sting did it.
1: Yeah, right. So, like when they said who it was, I was surprised.
0: This says this record has been held by this T-shirt for the last seven years.
1: But you see, that's bullshit because every other fucking week, when a new T-shirt came out, Pro Wrestling Tees was like they set the fucking record for no, this. No, day. no, no, no. They
2: the would twenty-four
1: hour record say- maybe
2: with a w this is the highest selling a w shirt was the last one a cm punk shirt
0: no uh, it's, it's the furthest thing i know anyone would think of i know yep. it though yep.
6: oh what is it i,
0: I, I, kn- yes I yes knew yes. it three hours ago no it's the fucking bone, the bone soldier bullet yeah. club yes shirt. yes yes that's such a weird one Born which makes me
1: question that like
0: ugh, whatever don't question the bone soldier whatever. <laughs> how dare you tony
1: <laughs> and if you want to be a mark shirt pros and com slash shining <laughs> wizards is correct there you
0: go. uh another th- interesting thing i saw cm punk say was that the way that nobody said anything about Brody lee yes. was very important to him in terms of like this is they knew internally that he was not doing well, and not a single fucking soul said a word to anyone. And that was yeah. CM Punk said that was important to him
6: because he felt he like, mentioned that in his in his promo. No,
0: not in his promo, but in a, in the afterward, the press, the press stuff, and all the. Oh, uh, uh, okay,
6: areas. I got you, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's huge. Like no one, like even people that in other companies that knew didn't say a word. So. Uh, yeah that's 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 aces
0: but uh, i think it's huge for pro wrestling i think it's awesome uh and and man it's got the the wrestling world is on fire
5: oh baby
0: that um kate you were at ring of honor for two nights it was uh how was that experience how did the schlong enjoy ring of honor live <laughs>
6: longly uh.
0: God.
2: It was fantastic no, it was it was great. I'd never been to the ECW arena. It's not it look, I got news arena. for you, kid. I know it's not I the ECW arena, the UCW arena I, but it was still
6: cool. Oh, no, it is. It is. Not, Brody King said it
0: himself. No, it's not the ECW arena. Prody King was never at the ECW arena, he's at the 2300 oh, arena fake ass bullshit
2: It was still cool. <laughs>
0: did the uh Kate, okay, did the women's room have the ECW thing when you walked in or is that just a men's room thing?
2: That's just the men's room. <sighs> um one thing that's nice about wrestling is the women's line is actually shorter than the men's lines for the bathroom, but never happens to me except there in metal shows. So that was nice. Yeah.
6: Um, but it's it's never nicer though probably.
2: Is never nicer?
6: It's probably never. It's probably never well. well Oh, like
2: maintained? No. Yeah. No. It's it's
6: probably the worst. (laughs)
1: Not here. Twenty three hundred. It was good. Men get a bad rep. Women are fucking gross in the bathroom. Women's rooms are disgusting.
6: To the worst, dude.
1: And I don't get it. Like women have to sit, right? So like a guy, like you, you can understand. Like if it's a mess, because guys are fucking sloppy. But no, dude, women are fucking raw.
0: Going into the women's room at a Chili's after the restaurant closes. Is is one of the most horrifying things in the world.
1: Did I ever tell you the story about my wife's uh, graduation party at Cheeches and Sea Caucus? No. I think I told you the story.
2: I feel like I would remember it based. on... She walked in mean, the yeah.
1: ladies' room. She walked in the ladies' room. And there was a guy in a stall doing coke off one of the
6: toilet seats. <laughs> I mean, it's you.
2: I haven't been to be in New York so many times, bro. It
6: was Cheeches and Sea Caucus. <laughs> like, what the. F- Dude, you know how grimy Sea Caucus is? I was going to say,
2: that actually makes a shit ton of sense.
6: Yeah, the, the, it, it's Sea Caucus, and the place is called Chi-Chi's. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> no. I grow- ROH
2: was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was very fun. Night 2 um, was a little bit stronger of a card, and a little bit more packed, I would say, just like crowd-wise. It was the but both nights were super super fun. That cage match ruled. Um, the women's stuff was awesome. The pure match was great. Both pure matches were great. Jonathan Gresham's ridiculous. Um, and then they're teasing this like two biggest free agents thing or two free agents on the market uh coming in. So that is very interesting. But it was really cool to see a really great women's match uh with the tag, especially with your girl Roxy, who was fantastic, uh, Miranda Alize, whose name I've pronounced wrong, literally up until this episode.
0: Miranda Alize. Yeah.
6: No, I was just laughing. Was
2: oh, <laughs> Chelsea Green looked really good, and Willow is... Willow. Willow is. I, I guess she got her. I. I did not notice live that whatever spot she got her. eye like busted out of her head. Um. But she. She was probably out of the four of them, I was surprised, like, got the biggest reaction, uh, more so than Chelsea Green. She was very, very over with the crowd. And she's just so uh, magnetic, is the word I use with her. Like, her charisma just really, really draws you in. She's such a, a fun talent to see, especially live. So that was really cool. Um, but that cage match, oh boy, to end the show on night two, boy, oh boy. Dan Housen's over as fuck. Gio and C B had a great match. I'm trying to think of what else. Tony Deppin was really, really fun to see live. The best.
0: Kevin, you got a little bit of that in today at the airport. What did you uh what did you catch that you liked? I saw you tweeted at LSG
6: and uh Cheeseburger, Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger, Cheeseburger. Yeah, I just tweeted at LSG because he's my boy. And uh it was yo, that finish, that finishing sequence, if you watched it, was so like technically really well done. Like it was just a great, it was a great match. And uh, I, and I just like that, that these guys are, are, are getting a shot because cheeseburger, now that he's world famous uh, CB is totally different presentation than he was as cheeseburger. And it's just so cool. I also saw, I saw the eight man on night one, which I think Matt, we, we talked about and was kind of, a mess but ended up being fine with uh with Shane Taylor promotions getting involved in it which is great uh, what else did i catch i caught i caught flip and Bandito flip bandido caught that on uh, night one night two i didn't get to a whole lot so i will let that go to the razor
0: uh i would definitely wreck the cage match if you just watch one thing from night 2 Fuck, it's one of the best cage matches I've seen in a very long time. Um
2: The vibe live was ridiculous. Like, people's reactions to, and when I watched it back, like, you can't hear the the pops the same way they were live, but some of those spots in that cage match, like, people were standing out of their seats. Like, I mean, walking in from the aisles, because there were just so many crazy-ass spots in that. That was one of my favorite Matt Taven matches ever 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 all right so so fill
6: me in what i i don't mind spoilers at this point so fill me in on what actually i think one of my figures fell Uh what what actually what what actually happened
0: uh they started you know the vincent came out first i wouldn't let Taven in the ring they brawled around the 2300 arena they finally got in there uh bateman came down with barbed wire they put it on the they tied it in between the cages. Taven got busted wide open. Uh Vito Von Star came down Threw a bag of thumbtacks in the ring. Then she climbed up to the top of the cage and jumped off uh onto Vincent instead of Taven. Uh it. then she got backdropped onto the thumbtacks. Um and then Dutch came down and he got put through a table. Vita Von Youch. Um it, w- it was just great storytelling. It was brutal. It was it was the way a cage match needs to be. Vincent stood tall at the end which uh, I think a lot of people were surprised by uh, because now he gets Taven's title shot. Uh, yeah, I didn't... loved it. I loved every so- The match is awesome. You just, If you have time, you don't necessarily have to watch all of night two, although to case point night two was uh, better in my opinion. The eight man between uh, the foundation and yes. violence unlimited was fantastic. Ooh. And the story they're telling with uh, Jonathan Gresham I did, I, wants I, I, to get yeah. in there and get Go against Brody King and Jay Lethal won't let him because Jay Lethal hasn't. Jay Lethal knows what Brody King can do, and they they on commentary were playing it up like uh, Jay Lethal hasn't fully recovered either from what Brody King did to him at uh, Best and in the World. And Violence
6: Unlimited won that match too, correct? Yes,
0: Violence yeah. Violence Unlimited won the yeah. uh, won the weekend.
6: I didn't see that. Yeah.
2: The only bummer of it was that. Well, first of all your point about jonathan gresham and the story they're telling i'm trying not to like go so far down the fantasy booking rabbit hole with like punks and bryans and all of the releases that came from wwe i really hope we get daniel bryan versus jonathan gresham somewhere somehow daniel bryan said he wanted that in an interview i i hope it happens because it just jonathan gresham is such a an incredible talent and not to put over my new boss, but his interview with Sean Ross Sapp, if you haven't heard it is his love for Kate, Ring of Kate, Honor.
6: Kate, leave the name drop. You can't just do that. You can't just drop names like that. Cause that's my thing. That's I what I do. was waiting for the bell. <laughs> ah, I don't like <laughs> the bell. Oh, I
2: didn't oh. hear it. I'm sorry. Um, but listen to it. If, if you get a chance, cause his, his love for Ring of Honor and his, the insight into his wrestling mind and how much he he's so passionate about pure wrestling. Like it's, it's so wonderful to see, like I I hope he gets the credibility factor that that would give him and the exposure that that would give him. Cause he said multiple times at that interview, he was like, I don't want to leave ring of honor. He was like, I don't want to wrestle anywhere else.
6: So I'll, I'll field this question to all three of you guys. If do you think that if Daniel Bryan, because you've seen this before, like Matt Hardy made a stop at Ring of Honor before he went back, that these people make the stops there before they go somewhere else, just like ECW. Would that, if Daniel Bryan made a stop in Ring of Honor to face Jonathan Gresham, do you think that would lessen the impact that his debut potentially with AEW would have?
1: I'll 100%. 100%. And I think the way you do it is, have Daniel Bryan make his debut a couple months down the road, you do a forbidden door thing and you have him go wrestle Jonathan
6: Gresham that way. So now does Gresham, do you think that ring of honor gives Gresham the pass to go to AEW?
1: Whatever works, whatever, whatever they think is better. I would think that ring of honor would push. And I would think and hope that AEW would let Daniel Bryan just go to ring of honor I think that makes more sense
6: okay so you make no. a splash in aw and then let him do whatever he wants from there
1: well not whatever he wants but you know what i mean that he yeah. does that
6: from yes there.
3: Yeah.
2: That. there was a lot of talk with part of the reason he wanted to go to aw was well basically like the same amount of money for comparable for like way less dates so comparable money for less dates was a big part of it but like, I think a lot of people think that Daniel Bryan, before he moves into a producer role, wants to do a bit of a retirement tour of doing some work in New Japan, doing some work in ROH. And AW would give him the flexibility to do that because he's an independent contractor. And why not? He has all the leverage in the world. He's Daniel Cook and Bryan. <laughs> so, or I guess he's Brian Danielson now. We should probably go back to that. So, um, I, I think you might see Daniel Bryan pop up other places more than you're going to see like a CM Punk do that. So I, w- I would think if he's naming people in an interview, like he was still in WWE at the time that he said that he wanted to go do that. So if you've publicly said that's something you want to go do and the way Tony Khan seems to work, um, I can't imagine he wouldn't have negotiated yeah. that for himself. Like yeah. why not? <laughs> he could probably do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> that's
0: so, right. uh, so Tony saw me laughing over here and then I sent you guys a picture yeah, I don't know what this is. What That's is that? fucking Carrying Cross on Raw tonight.
1: Oh no! Oh, that is awesome,
6: awesome,
1: dude. That rules. Is he still carrying Cross? They, they, they just did this with T Bar and T Doc, and did they give him a new name? And, please and, tell and, me they gave him a new name, please. Tell me they gave him a new name. And uh, the frick- I haven't and, seen. And,
6: and slice still- and slice Bar and Fuckface and
0: oil change
2: he's he's still uh pancakes he's still
0: carrying cross
2: oh my god so i gotta be honest part of not my favorite part but one really great thing about sitting in with you guys for the past three weeks has been that i have not watched raw (laughs) not my favorite part i love you guys and doing this has been awesome i love coming on the show i've been so much happier not watching raw but now that I have to do things for SmackDown, I feel like I probably should, but I just, I, I can't sit through it. It's so insufferable. It's Can so I, bad. Can uh, I
1: let you guys in on a secret? Yes. I watched SummerSlam. You did? Yes, I, I did. Oh, man. I was at home from ROH, from sh- so I
6: didn't what, see what it. What a shocker. You watched the second biggest WWE pay-per-view of the year? Look at yeah, you. Come on. You want a freaking... I mean, it's been bad. I mean, it's been I, bad. I didn't watch it. Yeah, if you watch SummerSlam, raise your hand kevin my man pots and pans i watched it i watched that probably, and, take, and takeover
2: if i watched takeover that walter Dragonoff match was a work of art i probably would have tuned in for SummerSlam if i wasn't at roh i probably would have tuned out after what they did to bianca no
1: bianca. i got it i got it all in today i didn't watch it somehow. you didn't watch it live oh, fuck no sense. fuck no fuck no
6: Fuck no. I watched SummerSlam <laughs> after I got back from the post major party. So I was able to watch it. That's right. Get it out. At.
2: That's
6: right. No, it's not Kurt <laughs> Hawkins, Zack Ryder. Francine. Oh Eddie Edwards. Oh. In your face. In your face, Kate.
0: <laughs> uh In do, your we Kate w- face. do we face Do wanna it's go It's not over... my
2: gimmick, it's just my job.
0: In <laughs> your face. Do we wanna go over picks here?
6: Yes, oh, you let's wait, do it. You want I'm, to I'm you very fix? excited, because I think I did well. I think I play we the all, music! I think we all swept TakeOver. It's time for the
1: pay-per-view pick fucking thing! NXT TakeOver 36 and SummerSlam! <laughs> Woo.
0: My man, Tony, get into it. That's all uh, good. Kevin, you are correct. We all swept TakeOver.
1: Oh, wait, we should play the fucking Mr. Perfect music then.
6: Yeah, but SummerSlam... SummerSlam's different. I think I did pretty well at SummerSlam. I Wait, think NXT the only one...
1: takeover? We were all perfect. <laughs> we
3: okay,
1: all want...
0: went five and zero oh at
1: takeover. Fucking A, dude.
0: Uh Kevin and Tony went eight and one at SummerSlam. I went seven and two.
1: Which match did Kevin get wrong?
0: I got Charlotte. Me too. That's the only blemish on your records. I you took ironically Ash too, right? What? I picked Nikki Ash. Yeah.
1: Fucking Charlotte sucks. Can I just tell you that?
0: I no. I Look. picked that. I got that match right.
1: And which ones did you get wrong, dummy?
0: Uh, <laughs> so I got the. I thought RK Bro was done. I didn't know they were still. Oh
1: come f- on, what? dude!
0: And I thought uh, Seth Rollins was gonna beat Edge. Really? I don't know. What's Edge? the? I don't understand. I just don't watch WWE, so, like, what's the what's Edge's... All right, so
6: Edge, Matt, Edge desperately needed a win and like, yeah. a big spot. Was, yeah. What oh.
0: brand is he on? He's on... Smackdown. SmackDown. Oh, he's on SmackDown, yes. So is he going to go back? He's not going after Roman Reigns, right? Uh, uh, no, because he's uh, a brisoc. Yeah, Brock's back. I don't know. I just thought, like, oh, Edge is there to put Rollins over. I don't know.
6: No, nah, see, that your logic is, is airtight, but Edge needed a win. Because oh, I, I don't... don't think he had... I don't. I can't remember a big win that he had since his return. Oh, so, I don't watch
0: the WWE, so.
6: I <laughs> mean, neither, not, neither do I. But I just I watch the pay per views, so yeah, he needed a pay per view win.
1: And honestly, overall, pretty good show.
6: Yo, great show. Can we talk about his Brood entrance? By the way. Yo, the first half of the entrance was the Brood coming up through the stage with the yeah. fire and everything. Oh dude, I and we just had I just had a conversation about if they made and Matt, appreciate this. If they made another ultimate edge, I would want a brood ultimate edge figure. Uh brood style. And and all of a sudden they just popped this up like coming out of the entrance uh with the fire and the flame. it would be cool if Kangra was there and obviously Edge couldn't be there but the fact Ed, that
1: you mean Christian. Um Kate, you should be very happy. Awesome. Even though Nikki Ash is no longer champion, we've got a Nikki Ash shirt.
2: For the love of the effing Lord, after her reign, after her reign.
1: You know what? And and I watched the the, the three way for the title. At at first it felt a little disjointed, but then it fell into a nice groove. And I think they told a nice story. I just fucking hate that Charlotte had to win again.
2: Why did they book Nikki Ash like this? It makes no fucking sense. I sound more and more like that you every know why? day.
1: Oh, because I think, Christ. <laughs> I, think, I think because they took a lot of shit with Otis winning the fucking briefcase and not being able to cash in, that I think they felt like they needed to do a solid. So the women's really-
2: money in the bank out of the four that they've had, three have gotten cashed in within 24 hours. If you're almost a superhero, why do you win off the bat and then lose? Why aren't you almost winning and then get the title? She almost won.
1: She lost. I, That's I, almost I, winning.
2: I know, but when you cash in and win the title and then you go and lose sometimes, hey, that it makes no to- fucking sense.
1: Whoa, 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 that happened to the Miz, what, four months ago? It was the same shit. He cashed in a week later, he was losing. Yeah. The but his run. gimmick
2: is that if you're almost a superhero, shouldn't you be working closer and closer and closer to the superhero-y thing of winning the title? This is so fucking maybe, stupid.
1: Maybe when she becomes a full-fledged superhero, then she'll win all her matches. No, there's no... Look, you're either a superhero or you're not a fucking superhero. Rosie no, 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 no. was an SHIT. Let's not forget how great his fucking team was with the Hurricane.
2: Well, here's here's the other thing with this whole gimmick, too. I initially didn't like it, and then I heard her promo that was clearly her talking about it. Yes. And that was beautiful and yep. awesome and if i was 11 i would have thought this was the most inspiring cool shit in the world and then they've just they've just turned this whole thing on its head the entire time it's been bad
3: the, the, um one wonderful- part of
2: it is like that people want Rhea to be over but they haven't done a good job with her on the main roster but they know kind of what she's capable of so she's
1: charlotte has, to win. charlotte has to win every fucking time the one thing i don't like about nikki the yellow and blue tights are just fucking weird it looked like a fucking banana with a wedgie rolling around the ring it just fucking threw me off (laughs) i I mean i
3: i'll
2: i'll say this i in wrestling media know that people people sincerely multiple people that i know checked in with wwe shop to be like hey why doesn't this person have have merch and no at least three people could not give them an answer like it was just the most hot-shotted ridiculous bullshit and I I, I've been railing about it on Twitter and on shows and whatever like AEW god bless them I don't really like a lot of their merch designs if Britt Baker sneezes the right way into a camera there's a t-shirt about it in an hour like there's no fucking excuse that you had a women's champion for a month that didn't have merch. She drops the title, and now you have merch for her. Well,
1: That's trash. Don't forget too with AEW, Tony Connor. Somebody in the office picks up the phone, gets on with Ryan, and Ryan's like, "I'm on it." WWE
3: a month.
1: Well, their machine is probably like, "Well, we have to put it in front of the board. They have to approve it. We got to look at this. Does it?" Holy shit! Anybody? Just have a
2: fucking cape, though. Like just a cape. Uh, like you, just saw, you, SH sh-
0: you saw what happened with the Sin Carapina shirt. You just can't be putting shirts out there.
1: Although I got I'll tell you this much, John Cena got that fucking Super Mario 3 shirt. That thing looks fucking awesome. That, about,
6: that's not. that's not his first I think he's had that shirt before. How,
1: no, how about the, John I
2: think Morrison? It's
1: got, Having it's a total... sex
2: offender shirt that says keep it moist with a dripstick that looks like a dick that has jizz coming out of it.
1: He had but drip you... in the fucking hair in his hair.
2: It's disgusting. That should be on the sex offender list. And you can't make a superhero cape? <laughs> fucking disgusting.
6: Isn't you selling like...
2: it in kid sizes?
6: Isn't isn't drip like a a, 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 a pop culture term? Like drip drip, like isn't drip, that like drip. a pop yeah. culture term?
2: But yeah, the shirt doesn't like, say drip drip. The like, shirt says keep it moist.
1: How did we go from uh, skeet skeet to drip drip? Like it's just like it sounds like ED problems to me, drip drip. Especially well, okay. since Ric Flair's song was the one that fucking put that up there. It's
3: true. It's Ric Flair
0: drip.
2: Maybe uh maybe Blue just been doing so much work in the wrestling yeah. industry yeah.
0: podcast.
6: That's, that's a great point.
0: <laughs> wow, America's moist wanted.
6: Sorry, that's all right. Funny. So here's the thing though. People turn before Moist turned on. Like people decided to make Moist like the worst word ever when for a very long time it really wasn't. This
2: is a new shirt. <laughs> this is a now shirt.
6: Yeah, but you you know what I'm saying now. Like people people put the people put the wrong edge on Moist before Moist put the I wrong mean, edge on.
2: Itself. I love a good double entendre shirt. I have a Carlito Spitter Swallow shirt. I think oh. that's fine and yes. funny but you can't you can't not have a nikki ash you can't tell me the reason that you don't have a nikki ash shirt ready is because like you have to run it through people if you're america's no. moist wanted.
6: no and you know what? they don't have to run it through people because they have print to order just they have their own print to order or order to print whatever you whatever it's called just Fucking like everyone else multi
2: billion dollar yeah. company they have it
6: they have the they have the ability to make a nikki cross shirt anytime they wanted to And it could have been available like that and it's print to order, just like Pro Wrestling Tees. WWE has that. But that's what also kind of, I think, downgraded the quality of of their shirts and and the quality of their designs. Not their shirts, but the the designs. And if, uh, I don't know. I mean, yes, I'm not a moist fan either, but I think people give moist a hard time.
1: One match I really enjoyed the shit out of was the rk bro which i fucking hate i mean yeah i kind of hate it uh yeah. with aj and almost fuck dude randy orton is just on another fucking level i could watch him wrestle aj styles all the time yeah. and after they won when he's celebrating with matt riddle and he's just kind of whispering to him like let's do this pose and let's do that pose and riddle did his pose on the ground and orton put the belt on his other shoulder and did his pose behind it Oh, my God. And Riddle had a fucking smile ear to ear, dude. They, they were just having a blast working together. It was so fucking good.
6: Why was there no pyro on this show? They
1: Oh, because no, halfway through the show, apparently they had some sort of glitch in the stadium that knocked out not only the pyro, but their payment system. So nobody could buy concessions, merch, anything that was on that credit system during the second half of the show. Oh, mama. Oh mama, indeed. Nice. That's why Goldberg came out to just smoke and not fucking, you know, the the the, the, the sparklers and shit.
2: Fucking Goldberg. Uh,
1: Goldberg. Almost. Dude, Goldberg, it was like it was like Cena and Rob Van Dam at the fucking ECW pay-per-view. They booed every fucking thing Goldberg did and they cheered fucking fucking Lashley at every fucking move. Even when fucking, when Goldberg's kid came in, they booed the fucking kid. Good. Fuck, yeah, that, fuck kid. that kid. The, the one thing that pissed me off, well, two things. One, the ending where they just stopped it and they were like, oh, Goldberg can't continue. <laughs> Whatever. The other thing was, fucking MVP <laughs> hits him with the cane and it took him a second and a half to realize he got hit. He's like, ow, my leg. What are you doing to me? I was like, really? He sucks. He and wasn't his cat
2: bad. in his he fucking did- varsity blues wannabe shirt. Get the fuck out of here.
1: He didn't drop anybody Never, on their head. Didn't. That was a plus. The match I really fucking Listen to
2: him. what you just said. He didn't drop anybody on their head. Yeah, that plus was one for plus. Goldberg. That's where the expectations are. Get this man away from a fucking title picture.
1: I tell you what, though. Cena was over as fuck. They were cheering Cena. They They, they were
6: cheering over. Goldberg, too. Let's not get crazy. No.
1: In
6: In this his entrance, was- they were chanting.
1: Uh. There's uh, a lot uh, of talk uh, to sweeten that shit up too.
0: Now what's the uh, the big hella baloo? Sorry what? The big hella uh, baloo. Sasha Sasha couldn't comp she what? She got COVID. What's her deal?
1: Nobody knows, and you know what?
6: Nobody cares. What do you hear? What do you say? People lost their
1: minds. They're like Sasha's a fucking uh, a COVID denier and a fucking anti-vax. I'm like. What do you give a fuck? Maybe they took her off for the story that Becky Lynch was coming back. Just shut the fuck
0: also, up
6: now.
2: By no. the way, getting the vaccine doesn't mean you don't get covid. It means you don't have symptoms. Or right. have Brody, symptoms as bad. You Brody
0: King had covid after he got the vaccine. That's why he was pulled off those new Japan Strong yeah. tapings.
6: Nah, it, it it means that you just won't get hospitalized. That's basically what it is. You won't yeah, probably you won't not gonna die. die. Yeah.
2: That's it.
1: But everybody's a fucking doctor. Who cares? She got pulled off the show. Are right, you so not happy with what we got? No. Happy. no, no, nobody's happy with what they got.
2: It's fucking no, no, no. bullshit.
1: No, 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 no. Now you're thinking like, oh, Becky Lynch beat her. She finished her in twenty seconds. That's not seven. what happened.
2: Seven seconds.
1: Well, it was twenty, but it, yeah, it was seven after after the handshake, and that was the thing. So Becky Lynch comes back. She's this fucking oh, she's back. Oh, everybody's fucking singing and shit. So she shitcans Carmella, and everybody hates Carmella anyway. So it's like fuck Carmella, right? So she gets in the ring, and she's like, "You and me now, title this and that." And they fucking go at it, oi oi, And they they do a little circle, and she puts her hand out, and stupid Bianca fucking grabs her hand, and bam, and that was it. She fell for it. She was befuddled, and she was fucking stupefied, and she lost. You're yes. a
2: fucking champion. Is that dumb?
6: This is a hollow below.
2: Stupidest shit. First of all. Sasha just started this weird ass stable with Zelina and Carmella. And so if Sasha can't compete, shouldn't it be one of the fucking them too? Yeah,
1: it was Carmella came out and Becky said not today.
2: Where is anybody with a sense of rules and order in this stupid fucking company? wait! wait, oh,
6: wait, wait, wait. come on, Tony, Tony. Allow me. All oh, right, Kevin.
1: All yours.
2: <laughs> John that just takes Finn Balor's contract. Even Marie's supposed to wrestle a match, or dewdrops supposed Kate, to wrestle a match, and even Marie Kate, just comes Kate, in.
6: Kate, fucking Kate, stupid. Kate, Kate,
2: stupid. You
6: gotta put you gotta put your bias aside because everyone does it.
2: It drives me nuts <laughs> in other places too. Okay.
6: okay, it drives me
2: nuts because we we've been getting hammered with this. It's like the John Cena signing Finn Balor's contract was the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Because right. that's not, not how a contract works. It's not the
6: first time that's been done either.
2: Yeah, and it's stupid every time. But we just get all of this nonsensical bullshit. And so now now there's a report that Becky's going to work heel. Yeah, she's
6: a she, bad guy. She
1: fucking shit on Bianca. She suckered her in, shook her hand. and but that's not...
6: That's, like, that's the mistake. That's like... Just, that's let, them yeah, just let them have a well, fucking no, match. Yeah, she'll never get booed. Just let them have like, a yes.
1: fucking match. Kevin's right on that point. That was It was stupid that they did that and they tried to make her heal. It didn't work with Austin. It's not going to work with Becky, especially Thank since she just came back to a huge pop.
2: And she's like a new mom and stuff. And not to mention, so you just completely cut Bianca's legs out from under her. She's like one of the very few stars you've actually made in the past fucking five years. And then you have Becky come out and beat her in seven seconds. And then on top of that, you're gonna turn Becky Heel. And by the way, they announced that they're gonna turn Becky Heel instead of just doing it in a story. Well, you know, I, like in movies, how they're like, hey, just so you no, know, no, 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 you this is the bad guy. It's I get, fucking I, stupid. I get, I
1: get your point, but they're trying to, I guess they're trying to put emphasis on this on the syllable in the fact that she turned on Bianca. She fucking
6: she healed her. But, but they, nobody they, got it. Nobody no, but no. See, no. This is where you're missing it. There was no relationship there for a turn to be made. So but it was didn't. just them turning her heel. And this is they never announced it. It no, was WWE report- yeah. WWE said, "Hey, yeah, Becky's a heel now."
2: Yes, they yes. did.
6: They, no, they didn't.
2: State. Yes, they did, Kevin. They released. Someone re-
6: reported today. it.
2: It was reported because they or they said it all right so they said
6: said it it. to somebody they didn't say it to the world
2: okay well all right so all right so get it becky's
6: gonna be a heel (laughs) i disagree with the move and there was no relationship between bianca and becky but here's the thing we put pro wrestlers that have made it and have been to the top on such a weird little pedestal that if it's them that does it then maybe it's okay. Like, I get it. Bianca was an up-and-comer. She didn't, she had a good run, and it's not over yet. But now here's yes, the thing. Is. Now, if, B- if Bianca chases Becky, and Becky's now in the role of a John Cena, of a Goldberg, of this type scenario, where now Bianca maybe beats Becky, and it means more than just, I think, what did she win? And Oh, no, she won in the main event of WrestleMania. That's pretty big. Um so if she beats Becky, that could be bigger and make her a bigger start. So- you know
2: how much shit we've been told to wait out that has just not been... No, I agree,
6: but I, I you got to put them in a vacuum.
2: I don't know that- because they have completely <laughs> lost my trust.
0: Now look, to be f- I don't agree with the move because I think the build for Bianca was done beautifully. Uh, but let's be fair. Sheamus beat Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania in eight seconds too.
2: Yeah, and that was, the crowd reacted like that was it's bullshit. Not what,
0: but see what happened to Daniel Bryan after. His career was not dead.
2: Yeah. yeah, but Daniel Bryan was also one of the best in-ring workers. Bianca is still green. Like, she needs the help. And it just blows my mind that week after week, they could do whatever they want. They can book things however they want. You could turn Becky heel however you want in any way that doesn't damage Bianca and make her reign feel meaningless and do it on a handshake that makes her look fucking stupid. Like I don't think this makes Bianca, do I don't
6: I don't think this makes Bianca look silly. I think and like you said, who better to work with someone that's green than Becky Lynch? And now you have Becky and Bianca working. Again, I, I I'm I'm with you. Don't agree with how it was done. I would have rather have seen a competitive match and then maybe if Becky wins, Becky wins. I'd rather have seen a competitive match but there's gotta be some weird thing here that we're just not knowing or not seeing or-
2: We said or that re- about Retribution. We said it about The Fiend. Oh no, Retribution is about-
6: terrible. Retribution was a garbage gimmick that never should have happened in the first place.
2: Hey, the qu- a quick list of all the things I've been told to wait out. Retribution, The Fiend, Goldberg beating The Fiend, Otis money in the bank, Reginald in the women's division, uh ray is at last year's mania the hurt business shane mcmahon i'm done i'm done fucking waiting it out carrying cross oh no 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 the story's gonna be great yeah he's fucking two and two and now he's wearing some bastardized red power ranger mask on my television i am (laughs) done waiting it out oh it's gonna be better when fans return oh it's gonna it sucks it's bad i'm done it sucks
1: tony I hated the uh Eva Marie uh barf Alexa, this match it was fucking terrible.
0: What the puppet what did the puppet do?
1: Nothing. Ale- oh. Fucking Eva picked up the puppet and hit Alexa with it and then Alexa got mad and then I don't know what happened. I guess I guess Dewdrop. I don't know. She's like making fun of Eva Marie now and she put on her robe at ringside. It was fucking terrible. Dewdrop. What a fucking dumb
2: puppets and their swords and motorcycles and dude. All right. Oh
1: my. Jiggle my jiggle my balls loses to fucking uh, Drew McIntyre and these two big fucking hulking Samoans come in and Drew chases them off with the goddamn sword over his head. What are we doing? (laughs) You think, you think Bianca Belair got destroyed? Drew McIntyre has become a character caricature, easy for me to say, of himself with this goddamn sword because Vince is like, oh, he's a warrior. He needs a sword. Ha, ha, ha.
2: Also, like, nonsense. can everybody just carry a sword around now is my question. Why you know what a sword
1: it? last? Berserker had the sword. He tried to kill the Undertaker with it. Where's John Nord nowadays? Telling stories about Dusty Rhodes' muffler on fucking shoot interviews.
2: Just like, if if you can have a sword or not have a sword, wouldn't everybody have a sword? I would choose to have a sword in pretty much any situation. You could easily go
0: to Medieval Times and buy a sword if you want.
2: It's an extremely good point, and I can't wait for our field trip to Medieval Times.
0: I love I love Medieval Times.
2: Medieval Times rules!
0: I'm much, bad, with much better as an adult, because you can drink alcohol
2: it's necessary and when
0: the service is really slow and they fuck up and they bring you eight drinks instead of the four that you ordered for your table it's even Yo, better
2: last time i went to medieval times i forgot how long they have like a 45 minute introduction with an eagle or some sort of bird that circles the I mean, arena it's that's, so long
1: that's my favorite the bird flying the around i love that i love the hawk, the hawk
2: that's right Oh when he fucking
1: throws the food and the fucking thing spins around. and Oh, my God. I love that part it's of the show. So long oh.
2: and it feels like an ice capade script or something. It's the it's the best.
1: Yeah, but then you it's over why? because yeah. they, they want to give you like simple entertainment. So while you're eating, you have something to watch. Like When the horses are doing like the trots yeah.
0: and shit. yeah. And then it's I mean, over before it, it, it e-
6: trots and then dropping some trots. Yeah,
0: and then it's over before it even started. And You're like, man, this is just getting good. But I understand why you fucking drink a bunch of those giant plastic Cups full of fucking frozen margaritas. He'll be down there fucking fighting horses and actors.
2: Speaking of shit that was over before it started, the Mysterio angle is.
1: Oh fuck that shit! I hate that shit. What's going on Dominic there? Dominic breaks both of his legs. I think I think the story is that Dominic keeps fucking up, and Ray's gonna like beat him or something. I don't know. He's going
2: to beat his child. That would actually be, at least they would be making a risk of some sort on this program.
1: Yeah, so that I don't give a shit. I liked Cena and Reigns. I thought it was great. Like, I can take or leave Roman Reigns, like talking during matches, but he was fucking saying some good shit. I really enjoyed this one. Fucking dude, Brock Lesnar, why is it coming out with that fucking ponytail? Everything else looks so badass with the fucking, with the cowboy boots and the buckle and the fucking, you know, looking like a badass. He's got the fucking little fucking.
2: Fucking poster. He looks like Alex Hammerstone.
1: Ate Alex Hammerstone. Yep. He looks like Grandpa Hammerstone.
0: All right. But is this what we want?
1: <laughs> what?
0: Fucking Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Again? Dude, people look. Like
1: the here's graphic. the difference. Goldberg, they shit all over. Brock Lesnar came out, dude. People fucking went nuts for him. Brock Lesnar in small doses, I think people can deal with.
6: Give him a couple of months, then people will be like, oh and, fuck,
1: this fucking guy again.
2: Well, we've seen it before. But the only no, but reason- here's
6: the thing. Here's the thing. Hey, we we have haven't seen we, ha- we haven't seen Paul Heyman on the other side. versus Roman, yeah, that's, that's the big. We haven't thing seen Paul for- Heyman Roman versus exactly. Brock without
2: him. We haven't seen this version of Roman, and Paul Heyman can usually make me interested in like whatever he's talking about. So I'm at least optimistic for that. But man, plus- I gotta say, when you like, I didn't watch Summerslam, but I saw some of the shit, and I'm like, when you have CM Punk going out there doing what he did. Then you turn on and you see like Seth Rollins covered in black goo because Brutus back like it does Wait, look what? fucking cheesy as fuck. Did you not see Seth Rollins covered like in black?
0: No, I did not watch Summer. I have zero interest in SummerSlam. No, I mean, it wasn't actually, on SummerSlam. That was on SmackDown. Oh so that was right SummerSlam, before it
2: yeah. then. So even oh, better. I didn't watch but like
0: SmackDown. I tried to watch fucking Ring of Honor and their fucking shitty yeah, cameras suck for the first fucking four matches.
2: Man, yeah, it was like all zoomed in and weird, right? Like people were talking
0: about it while we were there. Yes, it was pit. I turned it off.
6: Matt, do we have a total on, on a leaderboard for picks now?
0: Yes. Yeah, so Kevin and Tony went 13 and 1 over the weekend. I went a respectable 12 and 2.
6: Very respectable.
0: Uh, Kevin still has a two game lead over Tony at 112, 40 and 1. Uh, Tony, you're two games back at 110, 42 and 1. And I am slowly not gaining any ground. I'm 17, uh, no, let's see, do the math, 7, 12, 19 games behind Kevin, 17 games behind Tony at 93, 59, and 1. Maybe I can make up some ground this weekend with the NWA pay-per-views.
1: Kevin, Kevin and I are, like, pretty close to, like, 70 games over 500. That's insane. Yes. That really is insane if you think about it.
6: Probably the probably the best collective year, other than that, that we've had, probably. That's
1: bringing the average down. But... I, was, yeah.
6: I have to take calculated risks. I have to catch up. It is what it I is. I understand.
1: But your your risks this time were a lot better than they were the past few weeks.
0: Hey, I got.
6: Hey, listen, we all swept the show.
0: We all swept uh, TakeOver, which was, I did watch TakeOver today. I did enjoy What is on my microphone? I did enjoy it very much Walter and, uh, off, uh, was fantastic. I Absolutely. liked the Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Adam Cole match. The women's match was fun. Uh, fantastic
6: yeah. show. Great show. All, all like everything about it was, uh, was pretty damn good. So we'll see, uh, despite what people want to say about the direction NXT is heading, it is, a, a stalemate, not a stalemate. Um, God, what's a a, a, st- a stalwart? What's a, like a main? It's a mainstay that their that their takeovers are tremendous. Oh, there's that.
0: And it seems like Adam Cole still hasn't signed his contract.
6: Yeah. Uh, that yeah, I think that's why we all kind of figured. That's why I'm I'm guessing that's why we all picked Kyle O'Reilly.
0: Uh, it's being reported that the future home of NXT TV shows will be at the Performance Center. So they'll be upgrading that uh, in the next coming oh, good months. Good to be back,
6: because they're at the Capitol Wrestling.
0: Uh, And that's all I have in the NXT. Look, great show. Walter Dragunov. I think, was the the match of the night.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. That kid I was, got I'm the dog go shit beat NXT. out of him. Yeah, Sorry, Tony. No, you're good.
0: Tony, Catch I you. think you would
2: love that match. They're so... Um... Oh, it's just a piece of art. It was so good.
1: Walter. So, I put a, oh sorry. Like,
2: Dave. oh, I I was just gonna say, like, he's such a. a I would love to see him retire Lesnar. Man, um, he's so athletic for his size. And Dragonov, just every cell in his body was was telling a story last night. Like, it was really, really great. Um, that that's like a match of the year contender. Great, I would I would say. I was very blown away by it.
1: So what does Walter's reign end at? Like over a thousand days? Like it was how eight, long? 870? Yeah. yeah. I mean, COVID aside, that's still a hell of a run. Yeah. I'm going
0: to okay. look it up for you. I want to get an exact number. Yeah, so
6: even. even if you take a, if you take 100 days out of that, 700 is pretty, pretty damn good.
2: Still the longest modern <laughs> reign, right?
1: Well, aside from Nick Aldis, of course. Of course. But his reign might be coming to an end on Sunday.
0: Oh, God damn no, that booger eating son of a bitch. 870, yes, 870. <laughs> uh, I was correct, 870. Uh, I put a poll up on the Twitter machine um, because Adam Cole had said pre-match. Cole on a poll. While he was walking around the ring, greatest NXT superstar ever. So I put up a poll. Johnny Ooh. Gargano, Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, or other.
6: Is now, other winning? You probably have to go other
0: no uh, Adam Cole won th- over 300 votes Adam Cole won 55 percent of the votes it just ended about five minutes ago I
2: think that's some president- did
6: people co- did, did people comment on people, who they would
0: put in people did comment you got some uh Sammy Zayn.
2: yeah Kevin uh, Steen gotta be on there right
0: I got a couple KOs I got a couple Finn Balors okay a couple Tomasa Chimpas. Okay. And then one that I should have put on the list, maybe instead of Joe, Oscar.
3: Oh
2: yeah.
6: What about like going back though? Like what about like Seth Rollins and what about Biggie and what about? I don't think that's. I know. What the...
2: about WWE, Cw, NXT? You know. What about Zack Ryder? What about CM Punk? Yeah, was, was what about? Thing. Thing. I, I mean, was, I he was, he was I talking. actually Silly. can. I kind Bobby of feel Rude. like it was Joe, right? I mean, he's your three-time champion.
1: Yeah. I am victorious.
0: <sighs> Bobby Rude, EC3 nice. was
6: there for a while.
0: Yeah, but EC3 didn't do anything there.
6: Did he win, a, did he win the belt? No. Sure
0: I feel like though. it's Joe.
2: I feel like as far as, like, spanning... spanning yeah, that's what's so hard is, like, there was all these different chapters of NXT, right? Like you can certainly make the case that Cole. is what about, what about
6: charlotte or becky or bailey or
2: yeah i mean like that takeover match between bailey and sasha uh. put women's wrestling on the map in a whole new way like there's so many directions that conversation could go i think it's a landslide because people have cole cole on the mind baby yep um but
1: too, cole was also a very dominant champion he was ahead yes. of a fucking huge faction i mean he's got yeah. a lot going for him, there's
2: but- nothing wrong with that answer i just drew- think it wouldn't be such a landslide if people thought more thoroughly about it yeah like if i looked at that poll i could see myself clicking Cole. but if i actually sat down and thought about what nxt and it's so sad uh well, drew, <laughs> Ma-
6: drew, drew mcintyre
2: Drew, Drew is just certainly someone that could yeah. be on there. I feel like a Kevin Owens, maybe.
6: Kevin um, Owens should be on there.
2: Yeah. But
6: sad. Yeah. Sad I th- to I,
2: see that legacy end.
6: I think it's
0: Johnny Gargano. I, I think you might be right on that, Matt.
1: Nah, Johnny Gargano never won a fucking match.
0: Fucking lose. <laughs> Johnny, <laughs>
1: he's a triple crown Johnny Gargano winner. Johnny Gargano's
0: a triple crown winner, buddy. He was the first triple crown Yeah, but he fucking loses
1: winner. all the time.
0: But it's not greatest suit Like, you remember... DIY tag matches against uh, the revival. His fucking match against Andrade at the Takeover might be the greatest NXT match ever. Well, and Andrade could be uh, ah no he wouldn't be on there. The feud with Tomasa, the storytelling in that. Ah, uh,
6: I think you're right, Matt.
0: And and he's I don't I mean you go back and you look at it and he he was usually at the top but he always had fucking amazing Takeover matches
6: always. Yeah. Matt, I think you're. I think you're right. And he even was called up and just and said like, "Hey, no, I wanna, I wanna be in NXT. I don't want to be in, in WWE. So let's just make this a thing." But uh, let me ask you this: Yeah,
1: would you consider him to be like the Jerry Lynn of NXT? Yeah,
6: I mean, yeah, because I get what you're saying, but I feel like there's a more. There's got to be a better comparison. I I get what you're saying, and I get the point that you're trying to make. But there's got to be somebody more. You think he's like the Tommy Dreamer of NXT? Okay, that's better. I think.
1: All right, I put a little. Even though
6: he he won world titles and and Tommy Dreamer won one. Um, well, Tommy Dreamer
1: also won the tag belts.
6: No, again, point taken. But I would say he's probably the Tommy Dreamer, in in theory, in terms of of heart and soul. But in terms of, like, success, he might be like a Rob Van Dam.
1: Because uh, Rob Van Dam held belts for a long time. And so he did Johnny, man. Player. So did Johnny.
2: Yeah, and now he's brewing a elementary brewery. Brian Van Dam.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oof. All right. Sorry, Kate. I wasn't on the bus with yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, inside inside,
6: um, inside I, baseball, Kate, over here.
2: Well, no, name my dropping baseball? is already taken, Kevin.
1: It just wasn't a good line, that's all. Sorry.
2: Wow, yeah, wow.
0: rude.
1: Sorry, look, I'm in your camp, just not for that one. I kind of let that bus keep going.
6: Hey, guys, want to do my top five? Oh, oh, Kevin's
0: got a top five. Oh, uh, let me just, Kevin. Top just...
2: five memories from this weekend. Before
6: no, you hit your top not. five, I just
0: got to huh? bring up this point. This goddamn motherfucking... Team Filthy Von Eric MLW, bitch. Oh, fucked,
1: bro. It's just, going on for another seven months.
0: Why? Why? Just because fucking move.
1: Court Bauer is afraid that somebody might get sick. That's why. Don't do the fucking
0: stupid match in goddamn Dallas. Move it to fucking somewhere else and just do the goddamn thing and get
1: it over with. It's the Von Erichs. How are you not going to do the off in Dallas? You dummy. Well,
0: don't fucking book them just based
1: on where they fucking live. Oh, well, just don't cancel the fucking show. Well, everyone's getting Let's fucking COVID it. in Texas because Texas no, don't They're f- not.
0: They three don't three give a shit. Got it. Three people
1: got it. You know what man. they did? You know what they did in New Zealand this week? They shut down the country again. You know why? Two people got sick two people in the entire goddamn country uh, okay sorry. well
2: this isn't a referendum on covid as much as it is about poor planning it's not like
1: oh no, it's not I, but i mean it's come on like we're adults here it's been a fucking year and a half if you don't yeah, want to go you like, don't go so
2: florida and texas are responsible for 71 percent of the current cases they could have seen this coming like that was the discussion around the roh show that's in three weeks moving back to philly like they were like, oh, whoever would have thought Lakeland, Florida would have been a hotbed for COVID, except I- for everybody.
6: <laughs> well, listen, I was I was up in Boston for four days and no one was wearing masks.
1: Dude, I was in Lake George for a week. If I saw like 10 people wear masks, it was a lot.
3: Look, Florida. Well, a lot of
2: people are vaccinated now. But the point is like you their press release, which actually Ryan Schlong had read and told me about. Um, that wasn't a name not, drop so much as much as just who I was hanging out with. Uh,
1: hey, Ryan Slug's an important part of the uh, of the show. He's the shiny
2: most wood. important part. All of the sudden, a sudden, he's killing it on our Twitter. Um,
1: There's more episodes that he, I show than are Matt.
2: He had said something to the, the fact that, like, they had named like Lambda. And there's like there are three cases legitimately of Lambda around there and Lambda is not as strong of a variation or whatever. Like what we just decided that we thought that was, was we're going to use this as an excuse um, to not admit that we just planned this really fucking poorly. Like there's no reason that they couldn't have just moved it to a a different part of Texas that maybe isn't a hotbed or b
0: anywhere else in the country and get it done. Just fucking like- do it in New Orleans. The fucking Von Erics travel well.
1: They could have it in Israel. The new, the fucking Von Erichs are super over in Israel. Please,
0: the fucking WWE's going back there in October. No, that's Saudi Arabia. Whatever, it's all the fucking same. It's
1: over the pond. What? Whoa, holy shit, dude! Why don't you tell them the fucking land in Kabul on the way there? Why? It's it? just
0: another country. I don't fucking know. That's all I meant. That's don't get all pissed. butt hurt about it. And how come fucking MLW's not showing any of the shit they taped months ago?
1: Uh,
0: MLW is bad they toy. show us fucking Battle oh. Riot and now. Nothing. Where's my new fucking LAX?
1: Where's Hammerstone and Fontu? Come on. It's been two years already. Oh, you're mad about
0: that, but you're all in on this fucking shitty war games with fucking Team Filthy and the fucking Von Not Erich. Shitty.
1: Violence is forever and fucking what's-his-nuts and fucking Rip Von Eric. They're going to get their asses in. Oh, to Oh, God.
0: I it, bet get you it.
1: Kevin gets in the ring for this one, dude. I guarantee it. Kevin Gariffi? I might.
0: El Desperado and Canamuro won the IWGP Junior Heavyweight uh, Super Juniors. uh, Everyone in New Japan has COVID. Shingo Bushi both have COVID. Uh, Anyone that has been close to them has been pulled off the summer struggle tour. Naito, uh, Gato, Jado. um, My fuck boys. uh, Your your fuck boys split up, buddy. I don't know if you heard about that. Show and Yo. Yeah, they fucking broke up, bro. Did Show beat
1: up Yo? Did Show beat up Yo? That's all I want to know
6: uh yes good let's say more let's say more rhyming words.
3: words
6: good um, shows on his own i love it
1: yeah,
3: so yeah they, no, i'm
0: excited they're, for the- they're broken up uh your boy fucking fu- your one fuck boy's fighting your other fuck boy for the wait I-
1: tanahasho and abushi are fighting
0: yeah and uh september 4th for the iwgp united states championship Yay. And, uh, that's right
1: tanahasho's champ again bro
0: yeah Wrestle Grand Slam, so that's happening. Uh, Minoru Suzuki's coming over to the States for a bunch of GCW shows.
1: Oh, no. What do you mean, oh, no? Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, you don't like that? Minoru Suzuki? No, oh, I
0: love him. He's a crazy old fuck. Uh, I don't gotta,
1: need Minoru you know, Suzuki versus Nick Gage in my life. I'm sorry. You I don't. do need that, you said. No, I don't. Stop it.
0: Well, a uh, little local news for you. Matt Tremont. Oh, called.
6: local news, Kevin. Oh, look at that. Now we, now we want to do some local news. news. Well, it's wrestling Holy related. Kid.
0: It's not about the fucking guy who was jerking off and his car fucking died in the garage and the gas filled the thing and the fucking mailman. See, you remembered
1: him. local news. You remembered the whole fucking story. Uh, Matt sticks, Tremont
0: sticks is with Matt Tremont's coming out of retirement to face Onita on uh, Hell on ha- Halloween on Halloween, Halloween? Uh, at Tremont's h Wrestling. So, uh, Wasn't if you Halloween want,
1: see you in Hell. Was that uh, their song? What was Halloween's big song? See you in Hell.
0: Halloween's big song was "I Want Out."
1: That was that was it. Go ahead. Kevin's uh, putting panties on his head.
0: So, if you want to see Onita in the states. Halloween is your chance. I'm sure it will be in Williams, Williamstown, New Jersey, down by Philadelphia. Uh, and Dark Side of the Ring, that returns Thursday, September 16th at 9 p.m. We're going to cover the plane ride from hell, uh, the life and death of Chris Canyon, uh, FMW, XPW, the life and death of Luna Vachon, and the life and death of Bruiser Bedlam, uh, plus the 94 trial where Vince McMahon was indicted. Uh, and later found not guilty of providing steroids to WWF wrestlers.
1: I'm into this whole season. I'm interested to see if, uh, if we are going to talk about Luna Vashon and uh, Primetime Amy Lee versus the Diva Killers. That's what That's I right.
0: wanted All right, Kevin, it's time for your top five list. What, uh... Is that a oh,
1: right. blob mask, is... by the way?
6: No, this is. Uh, I, forget, I, forget, I forget whose mask this is. It's uh, – I think it might be Phantasma, but I'm not sure.
1: But Kevin, anyway, it doesn't
6: matter. All right. All right all right so as you all know i just got off a plane i was flying so i thought to myself while i was in flight what are the top five best moves finishing moves that have been done off the top rope The top five finishing moves that have been done off the top rope single wrestlers not tag teams uh not anything like that just one man, flying high, off the top. All five rope. of these should so be... So I'll, I'll let you guys effect. decide who starts first. I say, let like Kate, go first.
2: The Judas effect.
6: Oh, God, oh, get that I... <laughs> Kate, <laughs> Kate, Kate, get out. You're done. Go back Whoa. to Fight Club. Fuck no! Go back to fucking Fight Club.
2: Uh, hysterical.
6: <laughs> I'll be coming, I'll be coming!
2: That should be all five of them, and Tony should also cover that theme for the people.
6: I'm gonna do one of those um live Twitch things, though. By the way, I will do one. Anyway, oh
2: yeah, 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 we'll we'll talk.
6: Kevin, I don't know (laughs) because I
0: don't think your mask is proper on your face. I don't know (laughs) where to look when you speak.
6: (laughs) All right, so I'll look. I'll point. You're down there for me, so. It's really tough to see. I
0: know the mat. Your mouth is moving. That the mask is keeps going like up and down up here. It's really distracting me. Like
1: your cheeks are coming out the eye holes.
0: Well, I, I haven't zipped it. It's Not zipped in the back. All right. Well, since Tony sucks at this, I will defer to him.
1: Fuck off. Um, I'm gonna say best moves off the top. Uh, does it have to be a specific wrestler or just a
6: move? Just a move. I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna throw a wrestler in there and it happens to make the list, that's fine.
1: Well, I was going to, I'm just going to go with the flying elbow. Let's, let's go. Randy uh, Savage. You know That's a
6: freaking great Punk's one. flying elbow. That's a yeah. great one. And I didn't think about it. So no,
3: no, Fuck. No,
6: I didn't think about it. Tony. I'm sorry. Wow. It, uh, that would have, that would be on the list. If I had thought about it, thought about it. <laughs> I, uh, but I didn't think about it. How, that's
2: like the first one that came to my mind after the Judas.
6: Uh, you'll see these. Oh, no, gosh,
1: that's gosh. actually not the first one that came to my mind, but I didn't go with the first one because I don't think you would put it on the list. Uh, Matt.
6: There's probably a lot of bad ones then that I that I have on Maybe. here. Maybe. Uh, the
0: Frog Splash.
6: All right, Matt. See, that's the, the one I was going to go with. Too. Ring the bell. Correct. Ding. That's a good bell. The Frog Splash is number three, Matt. Comes in. Oh, number a three. one. One. You wanna go RVD? You wanna go Eddie Guerrero? You wanna go D Brown? I'll take any of them. The uh, frog splash.
5: Number three, baby.
6: Let's see. Uh,
2: Shooting star press?
5: Let's hit that bell, baby.
6: Correct. Ding. Let's, what happened to the music,
1: Tony? <laughs> the music stopped, dude. Stop producing the show and do your bit.
6: Come on. <laughs> Let's just, it's hard to do with that. It's hard to do a bit without. A... All right, so Sudik Star Press is number two, KTG. That is one of my favorite moves of all time. I love it. It's great, Billy Kidman, Mark Marrow, whoever you want to say. It's number two. This <sighs> is sweet, T Donk. I'm going super
1: fly, brother. Top rope splash.
6: I had it, but I took it off. You, for the Frog Splash.
1: You motherfucker.
6: Yeah, and I probably could have taken it off for another one and kept both of them on. That's a yeah. great call. Fucking elbow. But no, it is Why not really, on the list.
1: Fucking balls in this game.
0: Uh, Can I get a Doink the Clown whoopee cushion? God,
6: these are so good. But no, you can't.
0: God dang. All
6: right, so you know what? I might have to take off my number five and put the Superfly Splash on there.
2: Can I get- No! Fuck no!
6: No, leave it The
2: Swanton
1: Bomb?
6: Kate is coming in hot
1: with that- Correct!
6: <laughs> Ding! That is number four on the list. The Swanton Bomb from Jeff Hardy. And then also done very well by the late, great Sean O'Hare. And then of course, Lita also did it, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So, so we're we missing? Have... We're missing two, right? Yeah, so you have shooting star press at number two. You're missing number five, and you're missing number one. Moonsault. Nah, moon moonsault was good, but it was it was pretty basic, so I didn't put it in there. Hey, uh
0: top row power bomb.
6: No, this is elite this is a flying this is a flying move where you just go by yourself and you're just flying in the air.
3: Alright. Um
6: Number five might be really hard, actually.
1: Coast to coast.
6: Ooh, that's a great one, but no. Yeah,
1: but you're wrong. No,
6: no, I didn't think of it. How about the? I really like this list. I really Uh like this list, but then other things come up, and you just don't take into consideration. I think number one is the best ever, and I think number five, no one really no because not too many people do it actually i think only maybe one person does it but
1: i'm going leg drop off the top the alabama jam
6: i'm going tony go away no it's not on the list <sighs> damn
0: no <laughs> fuck no uh 450 splash
6: let's play some music for this big daddy oh fuck off you don't go with a moonsaw you go with a 450 splash suck my dick the 450 splash is not only on the list; it is numero uno. Damn. as I say. Come on, what is more beautiful? What is more beautiful and more pure than a 450? Like a nice crisp 450? Oh, I don't amazing. know,
1: a Macho Man elbow?
6: No, you're stupid. Wow!
0: wow.
6: No, Macho Man, no, nah, that was harsh. Wow. Macho Man elbow is great, but I'm going to play some music. Fuck the 450 <laughs> the 450 is the most crisp like like most daredevil move we got it ever it's seen. crisp let's go oh.
2: you look the face that you're making under the mask <laughs> doesn't look snarky it looks dejected which is
6: like <laughs> no, i'm pissed, <laughs> I'm right, pissed so now okay, you
2: said this one's gonna be hard
6: Just, oh. yeah number five
2: is it I'm debating between two. The thing that Alistair Black used to do, the Black Arrow. The no. okay,
6: it is someone who is currently on. How I discovered it is someone who's currently on the WWE roster who does it, and he. I was
2: going to guess the coffin drop, so that takes that out. That's
6: nope. oh, <laughs> a great one too. But that's really ah, yeah, it is a finisher. Yeah, it's just just think of something that you already guessed, and then just like add numbers to it. So six thirty. Oh that's someone else that's whose turn it is to go. So Tony. Softball. Tony. Listen, Tony wants me to leave, so we're gonna do this. <laughs>
3: <Ted>. <laughs>
6: now, Tony didn't want to do a show till ten o'clock. A seven twenty. Nope, that's a great Nintendo game though. Oh can I go for I the win? I prefer skaters. Yeah, Matt, go for it. Take the, the win. Is this 180? A 630? It is the 630 via Ricochet. Comes pew, in at number pew, five. Pew,
1: pew, Music, maestro.
6: Your top five. Your top five are the 630 at number five. Number four, the Swanton Bomb. The number three is the Frog Splash. Number two is the Shooting Star Press. And number one is the Mega 450. Yeah, baby. Wow!
0: No Macho Man elbow. Interesting.
6: Yeah, you know what? I didn't think of it. No snooker. No, didn't think f- of it? Oh. it. It wasn't. It wasn't designated to a person. It was just the move itself. Bruder. Yeah. And I told you, I took. I took out the Superfly for the six thirty.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. Well, this has been another uh, whiz bang, uh, hummer of an episode. of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Kate, thank you for joining us again. Kate's on the Wednesday night show, the Mark Order Podcast, every Wednesday here on The Rant at 10.15, talking all things AEW, and of course the Fightful Smackdown Rampage post-show, 11 p.m.-ish on Friday nights.
2: And now... Tuesdays post nxt. I'll be filling in tomorrow. Uh for grapes on Fightful as well and possibly moving forward. So if you don't want to see me this week in wrestling, I'm sorry.
6: <laughs> uh Kevin, any comedy you want to pro- plug no No, no comedy right now, but I will be on the new generation podcast tomorrow night. Uh hosted by Chad INB, Chad INB on uh on um uh, on Twitter. He also he hosts Francine's podcast. He uh hosts uh, a bunch of different podcasts, Diamond Conversations and all the good stuff. So I'll be joining him tomorrow uh for that show. So that's gonna be great. So be sure to check that out. The new generation podcast talking about all things new generation WWF. Nice, nice.
2: talking about new
0: generation. Uh, T you got anything? You gonna be doing any extra shows?
1: No, but follow me at Big Tony Z for all laughs and hystericals and all this other nonsense. Yeah, and hopefully And hopefully I can enjoy my house for a week without having fucking people tearing things up or going away down a fucking river on a tube and all that other happy horse shit.
6: Can I enjoy your house for a week?
1: Sure, come on over. All You're right. welcome. You know that.
6: All right. You How's know- that attic looking?
1: addict's fucking hot as balls, but there's a portable a c up there, so knock yourself out beautiful
0: special thanks to Mickey James for joining us tonight at oh Mickey my God, James we took Mickey James
1: tonight holy shit
0: at Mickey James on twitter uh the Mickey James on instagram n w a uh empowered this weekend be sure to check it out again the bundle package with the seventy third anniversary show forty dollars fight t v you get Saturday and Sunday night wrestling uh you can't beat it nwa the way wrestling is meant to be definitely check it out should be a, two huge shows and we're gonna pick all those matches you bitches so oh, yeah so uh maybe i could uh either i will either make up ground or continue to fall so far behind
1: yeah if you uh, take nick Aldis you're fucked how
0: dare you how dare you how dare me i'm taking him you can't put that booger eater as the face of the promotion what's wrong with you
1: that little globe on the front, perfect spot to hang a fucking crispy right on there. Yeah. Uh,
0: we'll be back next week with another episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast at Wizards Podcast on all forms of social media, prowrestlingtees.com slash shining wizards. If you want to get a Be Mark t shirt or a Kick logo t shirt, uh, support us on our Patreon. You know, in the middle of the show, we got a brand new Patreon.
6: Thank you. Thank you very That's much. That's awesome.
0: So, uh, Keep supporting. We're gonna keep grinding, uh, and we're gonna keep giving you excellent guests. I got a bunch of feelers out, and hopefully, we can give you more, uh, more, excellent interviews with amazing guests. Uh, until next week, we are the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. I don't know.
1: I know. Good night, Gracie. You son of a bitch. You fucking asshole.
0: I said it
2: last week for you, Tony.
6: I love you, Kate. <laughs> oh, don't don't say that. That's that's not good. <laughs> Love is a four-letter
0: word.
1: Uh, We're off to Facebook, by the way. (laughs)